0: Oh, that's right. Do you hear it? M- My friends, it is time for the best show. My name's Tom Sharpling. We've got an exciting show planned for you tonight. We're going to do the Build-A-Movie game throughout the show. You know how that works. Basically, you call with uh, a few actors and... Uh, movie genre and I'll build the movie right in front of your ears. And if that weren't enough, we're going to be on the lookout for who is the most famous person listening right now. Good heavens, who is it? If you are that person, call 201 332 or if you have access to that person, you get them to call. I'll give a, a prize to the best, uh, to the top of the pyramid. And then we're also talking about final movie roles. What are those final movie roles? But, my friends, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. You know it's popular these days? These, these recap shows are so popular, right? The post-show. The post show, the, the, and, and it's all these people, all these super fans gathered together, one trying to out fan the next. Well, I'm excited to announce tonight is the debut of my show, Talking Thrones. The twist, though, I've never seen the show. So we're doing a recap. For a show I've never seen. Welcome to Talking Thrones, and I want only people to call now who have never seen Game of Thrones, 201-332-3484. Be my guest on Talking Thrones, the, un- the only recap show hosted by someone who's never seen the show. Welcome. Apparently, this is the theme music to the show. I downloaded it 15 minutes ago. Bought it from iTunes. It was a dollar twenty-nine. Apparently, this theme is by Ra- Ra- Raymond Jawadl. J- it's called "Main Title," and it is the theme to Game of Thrones. So this week, a very exciting episode of Game of Thrones, from what I pieced together third-hand from social media. The snowman is back. Look out. Apparently he's back, and he'll kill you, I think. Not sure what that means exactly. Welcome to Talking Thrones. Hi, uh, this is Dave in St. Paul, and uh, I've never seen a show. So. Well, how about this week's episode, Dave? I thought it was great with, uh, you know, the wizard, right? The wizard? The wizard. When the wizard went to the top of the mountain with his staff, and he was just like, I condemn thee, and then the skies parted, right? Right. And then what happened after that? Was it a giant flood or something? Or is that the Bible? I think that might be the Bible. I think that's Moses. <laughs> Where he was just like, Winter is coming! <laughs> <laughs> Remember that scene? Exciting. Thanks, yeah, bro. Was, he- Welcome to Talking Thrones. Who's this? Hi, this is Marshall in Manhattan. How are you doing, Tom? Marshall, have you ever seen Game of Thrones?
1: Never. Well, I would
0: like to welcome you to Game of Thrones, the recap show for people who've right. never seen Game of Thrones, Talking right. Thrones. I, I, thought the, I thought the dragon was underused this week. Did you think that the dragon was going to win the fight, though? Well, I don't know. Uh, I thought that the dragon uh, wasn't, uh, it didn't have enough fire. Ah, Interesting. Interesting. You thought that the dragon, the fire-breathing dragon did not have enough fire. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Didn't have enough fire, and uh, Mm. it seemed, uh, I I don't know, to not have like a strong true line. An intriguing point. Do you think next week's episode, the dragon will have more fire? Do you think that's Um, a possibility?
1: Probably not. Probably not, but I'm still rooting for it. You know, it's a fan favorite, that dragon.
0: Now, apparently there's a woman who controls the dragons or something? uh -huh yeah from what, what I heard i don't that's what i've I've
1: heard. I'm not heard.
0: exactly clear on that, but I guess she like tells the dragons what to do or something
1: yeah yeah she 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 casts spells uh on the mm. other side of a mountain she yeah. red
0: hair, but then that wizard with the long oh. beard and the giant hat when he yeah. was like, We must destroy.
2: The winter! Oh, I thought it was mankind. Mankind must
0: be destroyed. Winter is coming. This has been very educational for me. Thanks, bro. Welcome. To whom am I speaking? Hi, this is Tony from Hopedale, Massachusetts. Tony, have you ever seen Game of Thrones? Uh, no, I haven't. Well, let me welcome you. To Talking Thrones! Thank you.
1: This is very exciting. I've always wanted to talk about a TV show that I've never seen.
0: Who's your favorite character on Game of Thrones, Tony? Well,
3: I think it's I think it's somebody a woman named Sirius or Cirrus or something like that.
0: Yes, she's a great character.
3: Yeah, I was a mythology major and she reminds me of a mythological character.
0: Hmm, yes. Are you worried about... I'm, I'm starting to suspect that we're going to get a little appearance on this season of Game of Thrones by the one and only Medusa, oh, right?
1: You think you think so? D- She'll be turning people to
3: stone.
0: Do not look into her eyes. Yeah, Thou shalt be mirror. transformed I mean, into stone. Right, a magic mirror. They can get a magic mirror. That's what you got to do. And then yeah. maybe a robot owl
3: maybe that snow guy can help out
0: a snow guy
3: yeah the the yeti
0: yeah i don't know like a yeti yeah that'd be cool do you think the yeti would fight the dragon by any chance
3: i think he would probably fly on the dragon
0: whoa that's pretty cool you think is that how the season ends maybe with a fight a yeti (laughs) riding a, a what is it now it's a yeti riding a dragon fighting the it, wizard, a, right? An ice dragon. An ice dragon,
3: right. who
0: shoots like cold ice out of her ma- her her or his mouth, right? I think right, out
1: of her nostrils. Yes, yeah.
0: That sounds it, like a, it, I it, no spoilers. No spoilers.
4: Okay, well, thanks.
0: Hello. Yeah, is this, um, *Talking Theron's? Are you, um, yes. This is welcome to Talking Thrones. Hi, uh, to whom am I speaking? Um, my name is Kevin. Kevin, have you um, ever seen Game of Thrones? I have never seen it ever. Well, welcome then to Talking Thank Thrones. You. Thank you. What's your so favorite thing about uh, about Game of Thrones?
3: Well, I think it's the uh, all the people that keep dying.
0: Yes, it's always a, it's always a, a, a twist and a turn. Who's going to die? Right. Right, so I mean, I mean, Peter Dinklage, if he died. If he died, I mean, that would be something else. I mean, on the show. Well, yes, of course. We're not talking about <laughs> not actual life. Peter Dinklage's. We hope right. he lives yeah, a, mean, as long a, I mean, he's, and he's fruitful a life. The show. Stephen King!
3: Yeah, is he on it? Is
0: he involved? I wonder if there's a chance Stephen King might show up as a wizard at some point. Right? With those terrifying David Koresh aviator glasses.
2: Yeah, I am a wizard. I'm,
0: I'm okay with that. That Maine accent. <laughs> He's a wizard from Maine, right? Because a lot of the time, people don't realize that we're talking about Wisterios. Is that the name of the, the country? I... Th- I'm not exactly sure. I've heard people say Wisterios a whole bunch. And apparently it's a place. But I know winter is coming to Wisterios, so look out, Jack. Hello, to whom am I speaking? This is David from Maryland. Hello, David. Have you ever seen Game of Thrones? I have never seen Game of Thrones. Then please, let me welcome you to Talking Thrones! Thank you, I'm excited to be here. Who's your least favorite character on Game of Thrones?
1: My least favorite character? um, Probably the the
0: mistress. Ah, the mistress. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of her. Do you think she has something up her sleeve, perhaps? I think she has a lot up her sleeve. Mm, Intriguing. Intriguing! I've, I've never trusted her. Me neither. Hello, to whom am I speaking?
1: Hello, uh, this is Brent in Los Angeles.
0: Brent in Los Angeles. Have you ever seen Game of Thrones? I have not. Then let me welcome you to... Talking Thrones! The only post-show recap program for people who've never seen the actual show. Any predictions for this for uh, this uh, upcoming season?
1: Everybody's been talking about all of the nudity uh, related to the show. I think they're going to have to expand upon that in order
2: to keep it fresh, you know, keep it sharp, keep surprising people.
0: So how, they'll expand upon it with more nudity?
2: Well, they might just
1: mix it up. Like, uh... I don't know, last week's inclusion of Rowan Atkinson uh, was a surprise to me, anyway. And uh, I know he has a history of ending up nude in comedic situations, Mm. but...
0: I uh, could not believe that they... I don't know how they got the rights to Mr. Bean, but apparently they did. And watching and watching him battle that orc was very exciting. Watching Mr. Bean battle that orc. Very Especially
2: exciting! The, it, you know, absolutely, one of the highlights for sure,
1: and uh, the the montage of him trying on uh, different battle outfits leading up to it uh, uh-huh. was hilarious. When
0: he put the suit of armor on backwards, and then uh, was, was
1: rolling on the
4: floor.
0: When he was walking around the armor store with the with the helmet on backwards. Thank you. Final call, final call. Let me ask you to whom am i speaking question number one
1: uh this is steve from staten island
0: steve from staten island question number two have you ever seen game of thrones
1: i've never seen game of thrones
0: well then steve from staten island welcome to talking thrones (laughs) excellent final thoughts on last week's episode the snowman is on the loose yeah i was on the edge of my throne yeah now when does the throne show up? Does anybody have any idea when the throne makes its first appearance?
1: I think there's one at the end of every season.
0: One of every season at the end of every season. So, we're but six time, in, I think. I yeah. And winter and is still coming?
2: <laughs> it's been a long, long winter.
0: Yes, I think that's a Counting Crows song, right? (laughs) Do you think that dude will be on Game of Thrones at any point? I used to have dreadlocks just like that guy. Adam Duritz? What if he turned out to be one of... What if he turned out to be the mayor of Wisterios? (laughs) Right?
1: Isn't that... Some of that place is based on Staten Island,
0: I think. I thought it would be based on Bayonne.
1: Well, I think he was like looking across the river at this like disgusting uh place
0: hey Staten Island rules get off my phone get off my throne right that's what we say on Talking Thrones get off my throne well my friends that concludes another episode of Talking Thrones the only recap show hosted and and uh, populated by people who've never seen Game of Thrones until next week or next time I tell you Game of Thrones. Keep watching. And it is time for the best show. I said, it's time for the best show. There it is. Oh, how about that it's back another tuesday night installment who am i well my name's tom sharpling i'm the host of the show uh first things first what did we just hear musically oh my goodness how about that two for tuesday neil michael haggerty and the howling hex their new album denver Back to back. Colfax West and Random Friends. That's such a great album. And look, is there a lyric that says something about the DJ had a coconut latte. He told the man to put it on ice. Yeah, there is. Am I a DJ? Yeah, I am. Do I drink coconut lattes? Yeah, I do. Do I drink them iced? All the time, is that does Neil Haggerty uh, listen to the show? Absolutely. I've no idea if that's about uh, the best show, though. No idea. wouldn't want to Wouldn't want to say. But I will say this: the album's on Drag City. It's so good. It's more than so good. It's so great. That's one of the best albums of the year already. How about that? It's only May. We've already got a top contender. All those people. Pushing that Grateful Dead tribute album. How about you listen to something new? Right? Really? I gotta listen to Ween do uh, 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 Papa John's Band or whatever that song is. Gotta hear that. Thanks but no thanks. Got no time for that noise, man. Ween. No one likes it. No one wanted it. They still don't. And if they think they do, they don't know any better. Someday they'll realize. George R.R. Martin. Somebody said that that uh, we should do Best Show, that, that we should do uh, Game of Thrones recaps, and that's why I did that. Somebody on, on uh, Twitter said that. So... Uh, Thanks to whoever that was for uh, kicking that off. You planted a seed. And it grew into a mighty tree. Mighty Oak. The phone number 201-3323484. My oh my, don't we have an exciting show planned for you tonight? That's right. What do we have on the table? Well, all throughout the program. I want to talk to you about showbiz. Tonight's topic everything has showbiz running through it. That's why the hashtag tonight is best show showbiz. Cuz we want to know about a Who's the most famous person listening? If you're if you're that famous person, you call or, if you're sitting there with a famous person and you can wrangle them and get them on the show, then you call you call and you stick the phone in their face. As long as they know that's what they're doing. Then we're going to do the movie game all night. All night. Build a movie. I'll build these movies right in front of your face. You throw a few actors up and a, and a, and a genre. We'll build it. Right there. Right in front of ye. And I'm also curious about uh, final movie roles. Because you think about these people... Like I was looking on on, uh, IMDB, the uh, Internet Movie Database. And I was looking at Sid Caesar's uh, body of work. I'm not putting anybody down for these things. It's just like, it's it's kind of the, the way it works is you end up doing, like so many people end up doing some turkey down the home stretch. And it doesn't have to be literally the final movie. It can be down the, down the end of the, the career. Like Sid Caesar did something called comic book, the movie. This is a guy who like gets all this credit for like inventing all this stuff. Then suddenly he's on the set of comic book, the movies over at the craft service table, eating M&Ms being like, don't you remember, you know, I remember when we were doing the show and I had your show shows and I had the right, the writer's room. Yeah, that's very nice, uh, sir. Um, any chance you might not, uh. You could use uh, the tongs to pick up those uh, paninis. You know, we had we had Larry Gelbart, Woody Allen, Mel Brooks, Carl Reiner. That's great. Um, but right now, uh, right now, Jan Michael Vincent is trying to uh, do his scene. So if we could just be quiet on the set, please, sir, then we'll get you in for a comic book, the movie. So yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about all sorts of stuff. 201 332 is the number. Grand old time, man. Grand old time. I have a grand old time tonight. I do have on a more serious note, uh, um, Mike is not here tonight. He did send an email explaining, um, I guess I can read this. Uh, Dear Tom, I'm so sorry I will not be in attendance for tonight's best show. Something came up and it's very serious. I can't talk about this in detail right now, but basically an incident took place at Masses the other night. Wally Wacky Man came in. He was clearly drinking. We got into an argument. One thing led to another. And I murdered him. Oh my God, I'm reading this for the first time. A- Associate Producer Mike, He saying he murdered Wally Wacky Man in a bar fight. <gasps> oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I buried his body in the Bayonne swamps. Swamps? They have swamps out there? I guess so. I'll take his word for it. He will never be found. I don't know when I will return. But please, above all, know I love you. Oh, that's nice. I love the best show. But most importantly, do not read this on the air. Whoops. Uh oh. I guess he's on the run right now. He's got, uh, he's got purple felt on his hands. So I guess what I need to say is first of all, rest in peace, Wally Wacky Man. Uh, I guess it's kind of fitting that Mike, that you, you, uh, Shuttled from this life by, by the hands of AP Mike. That makes sense. And for people who don't know who Wally Wacky Man was, I guess was, I have to say now. He was. He was a puppet who used to call the show occasionally. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, rest in peace, Wally Wacky Man. He had a good run. And, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess, uh guess we'll see uh we'll see you on the other side bro and Mike is on the run so who knows where he is now he's probably in uh this is what I'll say i I know I know a little bit about the way Mike thinks he's probably following the path of the song take the money and run so he's probably headed down south where else did they go in that song Headed down to El Paso. Mike's probably in El Paso right now. Probably getting into a great big hassle. If I'm telling you this, though. If you've got a castle, look out. Because Mike's probably going to try to rob it. And you're going to get shot while he robs it. So, uh, castle owners in El Paso, be forewarned. AP Mike's on the loose. He's got puppet blood. Purple. Purple felt on his hands. I guess I'll end up you know, probably being court. Uh testifying either for or against Mike, not sure yet. Uh we'll see how that goes. Couple things I want to tell you about tonight. I Hey uh dudio. Is that is that your phone by any chance? No, it's not. Oh wait! Oh, oh wait! Here we go! Oh wait! There's a phone making all sorts of sounds in here.
2: Yeah, I had it in here for the setup.
0: And then do. No, it's not. No. Oh wait! That's strike three. All right. So That's many strike many three, strikes. bro. <laughs> strike three of four. That's strike two. Look, I got it. since Mike's not here anymore, I, I gotta ease up on duty, man, if I owned a castle right now in El Paso, I would be terrified. Somebody knocking across your moat my well, wally, we'll miss you so. Couple exciting sponsors for tonight's show. Let me tell you about them. First thing I want to tell you, I'm going to debut a song a, ba- a band, this really good band, Modern Baseball. They they uh they stepped up to the plate. No pun intended. Ugh, I regret that one. Sorry, guys. They uh. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't Hello. smell them. Because <laughs> guess Run for Cover Records is their label. A band called called Modern Baseball. They have an album called Holy Ghost. It comes out on Friday. Friday the thirteenth. I guess one good thing's gonna happen on Friday the thirteenth is the release of Holy Ghost by Modern Baseball on Run For Cover Records. And you can pick up a copy of Holy Ghost at runforcoverrecords.com. Runforcoverrecords.com. And you catch them on their summer tour. They're on a, headline to, a headlining tour with Joyce Manor. And we're going to play a song by them. Look, I want to thank these guys. This is This is very thoughtful of them. They're a Philly band. Philly, humble Philly Roots. Modern Baseball. I love it. And we're going to check it out. They got a song called Stanger Arises. We're going to listen to it. Right. I guess this is the premiere of this song. So let's check it out. And you, if you want more info on this, you go to runforcoverrecords.com. Modern Baseball. Let's take a listen. The Stanger rises right. Gotta stop that. And I'm gonna play this. Let's check it out right now. World premiere! Best show. Modern baseball. And baseball that was good that was legitimately good i want to thank them for uh for uh sponsoring the best show so you know what you do you go over to run for cover records run for cover the album comes out on friday holy ghost and you go see them this summer when they're on tour with joyce manor And that's the B-side. Stanger Rises! Thank you, Modern Baseball. And Run For Cover Records. Another thing I want to tell you about, Squarespace. That's right, guys. Squarespace. You've heard us talk about it before and you've been like, I want to do a website. And I want to put the thing out there that is the reason I'm here on Earth, my passion. I want to put it out there. Well, Squarespace is how you do that. You don't know about computers? No big deal. Squarespace, you don't have to know coding to build that website. It's simple and intuitive. You can add and arrange your content and features with the click of a mouse. You get a free custom domain, uh, they make adding a domain to your site simple. If you sign them for a year, you get a custom domain for free for a year. And you, uh, if you have any help, if you need help, you, they got 24-7 online customer support. Every member of the customer care team is an experienced Squarespace user working in a Squarespace office. So they know what they're talking about. It's used by literally thousands, hundreds of thousands of savvy savvy shop owners around the world. Including all the tools you need to track inventory, process orders, and send custom emails in one intuitive interface. You can't beat it. Look, we don't know computers, guys. We're the people with ideas. You got ideas, you want them out there. You want to get your, uh, your land, you just want a landing page, you want a gallery, a blog, online store. It's all included in the Squarespace website. So here's what you do. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code best show to get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com. Enter offer code best show to get 10% off your first purchase. And their tagline, as usual, this has been, uh, they ran this one up the flagpole. They ran it back down. They love it. Squarespace, build your website, bruh. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring tonight's best show. Wow, I'm being told, being told Wally Wacky Man is alive. So we're getting conflicting reports here. Mike wrote and said he's, uh, that he murdered him at masses. Um. Wait, who's out there? Is that Mike out there? Mike? And Mike's here. So what is this? I, I, I feel like I'm the uh, the butt of a joke. A very sick joke. I feel like I'm the butt of a sick joke. Yeah. Well it's an email. Well it's in uh, uh It's in that weird typewriter font. The one that well, only weirdos send emails in. Here you get these weirdos and look. What what do you think you're uh you, what do you think you Walter Winchell sending an email sending an email with a typewriter font? Just use the font they put on the thing. Interior. Interior my laptop. I'm writing you an email. Me. Good evening. Stop it with the weird fonts with the emails. Only ends up looking dumb. Best show. Hello, welcome to the best show.
1: Hello, this is Josh from Los Angeles.
0: Josh? You got it. How are you tonight, Josh? Oh, just fine. Glad to hear it. Um, I had a question
1: for you. Hamilton. Hamilton.
0: Yeah, what about it?
1: I gave it a try, and I think it's just terrible. It made me laugh out loud.
0: Well, you saw it?
1: No, I listened to it. I downloaded the thing. I'm Everybody sure
0: it did. Was... Yeah. You're supposed to go see it. You listened to it. Okay, okay, good point, good point. Yeah. You're supposed to see it, and maybe it makes sense. Look, I didn't see it. I want to see Did it. Did you listen to it? No, because I want to see it first. Okay. I'm not going to chip away at it. I want to see it first. I want to experience the whole thing the way they meant you to see it and and, and hear the songs. didn't mean for you to hear half of it first.
1: You know what? I'm not going to argue with you. I think that's a good point.
0: (laughs) I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to trust you. You're listening to this thing with one ear cocked to the thing. The other one, you're 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 scrolling. God knows what website. Half. No, I did actually legitimately listen to it, Uh and yeah, and it didn't make sense because you didn't see it in front of you. I'll say this. Yes. Somebody get me these Hamilton tickets. I know it's a a cliche (laughs) thing. That's some laugh, bro. You got to work on that. Get off my phone, and Mike. Let's go easy on the dudes tonight. I know you can't help it. I know we I know you can't help it. That's it. We take who calls. Best show.
1: Hi, this is uh, Thomas. We got one for the for um, the movie game and for the final rolls.
0: Let's hear the final rolls first. What's your name, bro?
1: My name is Thomas.
0: Thomas, good name. Where are you calling from?
1: then Delaware.
0: Ah, Delaware. Home of Delaware House. Yeah. The the crown jewel of ninety five. Right? Yeah. People driving yeah. through. People driving or- through. They stop, maybe they if they want some Sabaros, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they can summon the Sabaros, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, what do you got for the final role? We're talking about final movie roles.
1: So, for the final roles, um, we're going with the uh, the Transformers movie from 1986, the animated one.
0: That is the final role of Orson Welles.
1: And Orson Welles and also Scatman Crothers.
0: What? Yep. Really? Yeah. So, Scatman Crothers, he did Zapped and he was still just like, haven't hit the bottom yet. Right, yeah. Zapped. Remember that movie Zapped? I don't know that one actually. It's a so, uh, teen, it's like a it's like a dirty uh it's like a dirty uh teen movie. There were all these dirty teen movies after Animal House and Porkies. Oh like, yeah, that that type, yeah. There's this movie Porkies, which is one of the trashiest things a human has ever come up with. Porkies. Mm-hmm. Where it takes place in the 50s, and it, it's in a Florida, Florida in the 50s, if I remember correctly. And it's like, it's just like these horny kids just being creeps. Just creeps, straight up creeps, staring in the girl's shower. Yeah, that's a crime you're committing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna look in the shower and see, oh yeah, that's a crime. Okay. Well, right. have fun in jail, pervert. And then exactly God, it. I don't even want to say what he does. You let your you let let your lewd imagination run wild down there in Delaware. I'm sure you can fill in the the blanks there.
1: Yeah, I'm sure I can.
0: So it's also got a Kim Cattrall in it in one of her uh, early roles where she plays like a horny teacher or something. It's just filthy. It's so filthy, and it yeah. made so much money. That there was this wave of movies following Porkies like Zapped which was star starred Scott Bayo and um starred Scott Bayo and Willie Ames and they were like Scott Bayo gets like these powers it's like a dirty superhero movie. Like I think he gets like mind control powers. Okay, yeah. And then he just starts like staring. Like it's just he's like a he's like a junior sex offender in this thing. Right. He should be caged. Right. Right. If, if they, and of this this, code, this, this yeah. could have been an X Man movie. They would have. The Professor X would have like taken his power, put him in like a, a plexiglass cell.
1: Right. Yeah. Put him in. The- I'm in the the mutant jail.
0: Yeah, mutant jail. Yeah, zapped. So how did we get to zapped again? Through Scatman Crothers is like a janitor and zapped. If I remember correctly, somebody like puts like weed in his food or something. He starts hallucinating.
1: Oh jeez. I think I might have seen like a clip of that actually somewhere.
0: Yeah, Scat. Poor Scatman Crothers. Having to show yeah. up. The, the script for Zapped shows up. His agent. Scatman, you did, uh, he's, Scatman Crothers is like, I did The Shining. He's like, what kind of scripts are coming in next? On the heels of The Shining? And he thinks it's gonna be like enough, like he's like a Martin Scorsese movie is gonna come in or something, right? Right. We got this thing called Zapped. Scatman, it's called Zapped you'll do uh it'll be great. it'll be he'll be like who's directing it i don't know look they're paying they're going to they're going to pay us in cash Scatman. man <laughs> you're a janitor in a school with a sex pervert with a science fiction sex pervert it's like remember you just did that movie with the kid red rum who had the mind powers right. it's kind of like that Except it's nonstop stop nudity.
1: And that, yeah, oh, it's probably like what the kid from The Shining grew up to be, with his mind powers. Danny. Yeah, Danny.
0: Danny. Do you know, it turned out, The Shining, that those big wheel shots, that was product placement. Did you know that? I did not know that. Big Wheel paid $2.5 million to get that that in the movie. Isn't that Mm -hmm. sick? That movie's basically a commercial... uh, It should just say, Big Wheel presents The Shining. Yeah. Oh, man. And they had a scene where they didn't make the cut where he's riding the Big Wheel through the maze, being chased by Jack Nicholson, and Jack Nicholson finally just goes... That big wheel sure takes the turns pretty sharp. <laughs> and then Danny goes, "Uh, yeah, it's a really well-made big wheel." <laughs> but even that was too much for Stanley Kubrick, for the master, Stanley Kubrick. Right? The master.
1: Had to leave to leave that one on the on the on the yes. floor.
0: So, look, I appreciate the call. I don't want to hear you build a movie. Thanks. No offense. A long show ahead of us best show hello hello yes welcome to the best show to whom am i speaking hey tom this is adam from orlando adam from orlando what's going on in orlando tonight it's going pretty well pretty well
5: um we got dinner with my sister earlier so we got to catch up a bit i haven't um, seen her in a while so it's nice
0: what did you eat adam
5: There's this place in Orlando called Lee and Rick's. Um, They have, like, seafood and oysters, so we went there.
0: And what did you get, a a
5: po' boy? (laughs) No, those things are gross.
0: What? No, they're not.
5: I haven't had a good one then, especially in Orlando, at least.
0: Step it up. I don't have to tell you, bro. (laughs) Step it up. What did you get? Fried fish Um, platter?
5: We split... um, oysters, and then a uh, crab as well.
0: Mm, a crab. Did you just drop a crab on the table? Yep. <laughs> what can I do for you, bro?
5: So uh, I was listening to uh, the podcast version of the show last week. Uh, my girlfriend graduated college, so I wasn't able to listen live. But um, you were talking about Smash Mouth and how they were going on tour summer, and I actually saw them a couple months ago.
0: You did? Yeah. Where would you see Smash Mouth?
5: So over at uh, SeaWorld in Orlando, they have um like a they call sea it SeaWorld
0: barbecue. Wait. Yeah. For oh hold on, back up one second. Okay. SeaWorld in Orlando. Yes. They have a barbecue. Yeah, they do this event called Bands Brew and Barbecue. But they're not cooking like the fish from the thing. No, 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 they don't serve fish at the barbecue. It's like chicken and ribs and stuff. Yeah, that'd be a little weird. That would be very weird. Yeah. So you go to the thing.
5: So I know one of the uh, people in the promotions group. Mm -hmm. So I ended up uh, connecting with her, and she ended up (laughs) giving me uh, these Mm meet-and-greet lanyards.
0: To meet Smash Mouth. Yes. So how did that go? Uh, so, was it before so, or after the show that you met Smash? It Mouth? was.
5: It was about an hour
0: before the show. An hour before the show. So this is Smash Mouth pre a pre show meetup. Exactly. How did that go? Tell me. Tell me about the Smash Mouth pre show meetup at the Orlando SeaWorld barbecue cookout. The <laughs> brews. Brews. What was it called again? Brews. Bands, brew and barbecue. Bands, brew and barbecue. Yeah,
5: so um, we get our meet and greet. It's me, my girlfriend, and my two other friends. Mm-hmm. So we find out that we get one picture with them. Mm-hmm. So we're deciding, like, okay, should we go in a group? Should we go separately? So we decide we're going to go separately. And I was like, should we do something like a pose? And my girlfriend goes, I've got the best idea. Let's put L's on our
0: forehead. Ah, a reference. To the, yes, to the to the lyrics of of All Star. Yes, the classic. <laughs> he was looking pretty dumb with his finger and her thumb in the shape of an L and her forehead. Right, <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> so you put L's? You drew them on your heads?
5: No, we. So,
0: oh, you held your, your fingers. So you. Held your fingers and your thumbs in the shape of an L on your forehead. You literally did the lyric. Exactly. To the song. Exactly.
5: So we get in line. I'm the first one to go up, and the band comes out. I go over. I shake everyone's hand. Everyone's really cool. Mm -hmm. So I go up, and I do the L on my forehead, Mm -hmm. and the lead singer looks at me and goes, Really, bro? You're doing that now.
0: I you're love banned. It. I love it. Oh, I love it. You swear this is what happened. Yeah. You got banned by the lead singer of Smash Mouth. Well, he was joking, but he literally said those words. I got to say this, and I don't say this that often. I'm with the lead singer of Smash Mouth on this one. <laughs> you blew. Needless to say,
5: yeah. And needless to say, no one in my group decided to do the L on their their forehead
0: after that. I'll say this. You were looking pretty dumb. Right? (laughs) I was. With your fingers and your your thumb in the shape of an L on your forehead. You brought the song to life. You got burnt. You got burnt by the lead singer, Smash Mouth. I guess I can cross it
5: off my butt to us, you
0: know? Yeah, you got smushed. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Best show. Hi, hey, Tom. This is Chris. Chris from I'm uh uh Portland, Oregon. From Portland, Oregon. What's going on in Portland, Oregon tonight? Are you still stunned? By the basketball oh. game last night? No, I'm not. Why? I've gotten over it. Oh, you, but you, you were you? Were, did it hurt last night? It hurt, right? Oh, well, it hurt people that I know. It didn't hurt me personally, so I feel bad for them because but. the the Portland Trailblazers were were uh, up on the Golden State Warriors, and then um, then at the last minute, Stephen Curry, the the MVP of the uh, basketball, uh, the NBA, he goes off and just scores a ton of. He just takes over. And wins the game. I heard it was brutal. It's what makes him great. I know what that's like. I saw it. I was like, yeah. That's called every Tuesday night for me, bruh." You do that in overtime? I do it every Tuesday night. Let's get me the I ball. Agree. Let's get me the ball. That's what I say. You know what gets me about these Golden State Warriors is that it's like it's a team... It's like they're, they, uh, it's like they got this one guy who's, who's the best, one of the best players in the history of the NBA. And, uh, then the rest of the team is like a bunch of clowns who think they're better than they are. And there's this one guy, Draymond Green, who like, he's always like flexing, like rah, like making his muscles, like, like when he like dunks or like gets a rebound, he does that. And then it's like, Hey, you, uh, your team would be terrible if you didn't have the best player on it. But he's acting like, uh, because he's got Stephen Curry. As so I see some guy saying, I'm the only one who says Steph. Yeah, I do. I'm four. I don't know. I'm not going to call him Steph. <laughs> what am I friends with him? What am I at the bruise cookout? The the cookout with him at SeaWorld? I don't know. him. So what's going on tonight? Uh, I was calling about the uh, the final rolls topic. The final rolls. Who are those final rolls <clears> from the end? And look at this guy. Up. You're wrong. Here they come. All the people. You're wrong about Draymond <laughs> Green. No, I'm not. You take the best player off that team over the course of a season. That dude. That's a. That dude's a. He's, he's a rocket. Is what he is. He's a Houston rocket waiting to happen. He ain't no Golden State Warrior without uh, Stephen Curry. He's a Houston Rocket in, in training. And I know what I'm talking about, for goodness sake. Go ahead with your final role. Uh, the, it's the final role for Groucho Marx. Okay. Now, what would that be? The,
1: the
0: 1968 Otto Preminger movie, Skidoo. That's right. Skidoo, one of the a legendary movie which I've never seen. It's one of those kind of train wreck type movies.
1: Yeah, it's a, well, it's a, uh, you know, it's a German dude in his sixties making a a counterculture movie all about LSD. Yeah, um, starring Jackie Gleason, uh, who's trying to kill Mickey Rooney, and Groucho Marx is like the sort of mastermind who's named God, uh, and you don't really see him until the end, and then the last. The last time you see Groucho Marx on film, it's him in a boat smoking a joint with uh with some dude as they float away.
0: And that was the last movie he did, Skidoo. Yep. Alright. How about that? That's a that's a rough one. After that film that it's, it's that that storied career to end up with Skidoo. It's it's hard to watch, yeah. Thanks, bro. Best show. Uh you don't really hey tom hey to whom am i speaking
3: uh tom you are speaking to greg in seattle
0: greg in seattle hey greg hold on one second hey mike let's liven it up with uh non dude okay i mean because this dude sounds like a top-notch snooze he can't i have him on mute right now so he can't hear me this dude sounds like (laughs) a five-star snooze and i'm having a hard time can you make some coffee this dude is putting me to sleep mike You know, but this dude. I guess espresso's probably. If I have to talk to this, I'm really this dude's putting me out. All right, let me get back to it before this. Uh, for this dud hangs up. Hello. Hey, Tom. Yo, uh, I'm looking actually in my house for a rock star right now. <laughs> hey, yo, I love how <laughs> you you clearly heard everything I said, and then to try clearly to, heard to try to named, sound uh, you know to try to sound lively, you went. Hey, Tom! Yo! <laughs> hey, that's just uh, how we speak out here. You're all right in my book. What's your name again, Greg? Hey, hey, I'm Greg. Yeah, Greg, uh, you're all, you're I, all right in my book, Greg. So, uh, what's going on in in uh, Seattle now? Oh uh,
3: well, in Seattle, uh, you know, I just got home, walking the dog, but I uh, what's your dog's Wanted name? to talk. Uh, my dog's name is Charlie, and he is so sweet. Um, Charlie,
0: what you name him after?
3: Uh, you know that John Steinbeck book, Travels with Charlie?
0: No. Oh, well, it's a good book. I thought you were uh, going to say you named him after uh, after Pope of Greenwich Village. Nah, what if you nah, trained uh, him to bite people's thumbs, right? That's what you should do. Train that dog to got... attack thumbs, and then you just like, Charlie, he got my thumb. <laughs> Charlie got my thumb. He
3: he could maybe gum
0: a thumb. He could gum a, a thumb. Of teeth, Charlie but, gummed um, my bleeping thumb. <laughs> So go ahead. So uh, you you got home and now uh, what what were you saying about Rock Stars? So oh yeah well
3: you know I wanted to perk myself up and uh, Rock Stars are a classy energy drink.
0: Um, oh Rock Stars the beverage.
3: Yeah yeah, I don't actually drink that stuff. But uh, hey so it's my first time calling. Welcome. Um, my uh, old roommate Jenny got me into the show. Um, I've been listening for a while, uh, but I wanted to talk about uh, about Tinder.
0: Do you know uh, what Tinder is? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah.
3: So I uh, recently signed up for Tinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I so It's had not never your stand up. You're not doing
0: your stand up now, are you? I, this is not your, I am not. It's not your no, stand up. I'm, I'm not. I uh, a recently signed up for Tinder. Does anybody here know yeah. what Tinder is? I uh, I recently well, I signed know. up for Tinder the other day. And, uh... no, I go deserve ahead. this. No, go ahead. Uh, I'm interested. I'm just, uh, we're playing around. No, no. We're playing around, no, Gene. No.
3: I don't know, but I'm trying to play back. Um, so, so you... I signed
0: up for, signed you, up for Tinder. Okay. i never used it before. Yeah.
3: Uh, haven't haven't been on the dating scene for a while. Mm-hmm. And I found it's, like, really hard this to find stand, people. This is your
0: stand-up routine. No, I, I promise it's not a stand-up so routine. So you find it's hard to find people. Yeah.
3: Uh, find people that uh, are, you know, actually interesting to talk to. So... Mm. I haven't had any good results with it yet, but I added friend of Tom to my bio mm. and uh, I want to make a request to anyone listening in Seattle uh, to also add friend of Tom to their bio. Yes. So like
0: that's a fair FOTs
3: request can meet up and, you know, know each other.
0: That is a fair request. If you are on Tinder, add friends, friend of Tom to your thing. Maybe you meet someone, at least you have one thing to talk about the best show. Right? That's the best thing to duck. talk about. Thank you, Greg. Cool. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Well, you have a grand evening. Best
1: show. Oh, hey, Tom. It's John from Maplewood.
0: John? Oh, my goodness. As I live and breathe. John from Maplewood. <laughs> As I live and breathe. How are you, John? I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm well. For people who don't know, there's guys and, 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 and uh, gals, uh, uh, people... Uh, call this show over the years and uh, this guy is one of the people who's always been there. He's a New Jersey uh, dude. John from right. Maplewood. He's a quality caller. So let's clear a path for a quality caller and let him do what he does. Sit back. If you're at home listening, get your notebook out. And you're wondering, if you sit, you're sitting at home, you're wondering, how do I put together a successful call? This is right now the master class is about to take place. <laughs> I think I better hang up right now. <laughs> now, John, what's going on?
1: Oh, not much, not much. Um, well, first of all, I wanted to say that last night I did my first time going to a karaoke bar. Like, I've never done it in my life, and last night I finally broke the seal and did it. It was fantastic.
0: Was it in New York?
1: It was in New York uh, on uh, 32nd Street.
0: And was it one where it was an actual bar or or rooms? It was rooms. Yes, that's the way to go. These people yeah. with these—they do the, the the karaoke bar thing. I don't get that. I'm not doing that. I'll rent a room. Rent a room. Sing the songs in front of everybody.
1: Yeah, because then you're you know also you know everybody there. It's either I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but you know it's a little more isolated yeah. and, and that's a good thing.
0: Helps yeah. you feel comfortable. Yeah. So what songs like did them. you do, John? What songs did you do? Uh,
1: well, I was nervous at the beginning, so I went with something somewhat slower and easier. I just did a Frank Sinatra song I did in the We Small Hours. Um, but then I did four other songs. I did uh, Bootylicious by Destiny's Child. Wow. I did Delirious by uh, Prince. Yes. You're So Vain, Carly Simon. Mm-hmm. And finished off with a few people doing Love Shack.
0: That... But- for a first time karaoke experience, that sounds like a rock solid uh, showing.
1: Yeah, I think it went pretty well. Um, I regret it, though, afterwards. I realized, you know, I'm also a, a kind of a closet fan of Rage Against the Machine, and I really wish I had done Sleep Now in the Fire. I think that would have been a I good know. way to go out.
0: You're not ready. You're not ready, John. No. I'll just no. tell you that. You're, you're not there yet. Maybe next time. I think you're two karaoke's away from sleep now in the fire. Okay. Cause That's you'll get track. up there and you got to feel it. It's hard. Sometimes you're doing that karaoke and you're not sure what's what with it. You think you got a handle on this thing. And then you don't. That's the hard part. You're up there. And then you're just like, why isn't this working? Right. And you're like, why in the karaoke? I can't figure the song out. I don't know what a, what to do? I think I'm confused. <laughs> and then, this would be you. No, you can't hear it.
2: The Nina! The Pinto! The Santa! Maria!
0: You'll get it next time. Oh, and that
1: was the part I was looking forward to doing the yeah. most. Oh, well.
0: But the other like, parts are the hard parts, the whispery parts. Those are the ones oh, you're yeah. like, oh, I forgot about this! Oh, no! Words start <laughs> showing up on the screen. You're like, I don't know what this is.
1: I try and sing it instead of whispering it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> soon you'll be there. So what's going on, John? Uh, well, not much. I wanted to know, is it too
1: soon to give you, uh, uh, some actors and a genre to, uh, put together?
0: No, let's start it. Let's start the build a movie game. What do you got? Okay. Uh, Sam Waterston. Okay, let me write this down. Steve, Steveo. Okay.
1: Irwin Allen disaster film type thing.
0: Sam Waterston and Steveo
1: mm-hmm.
0: in an Irwin Allen movie.
1: Yes, and it Ir- doesn't obviously have to be Irwin Allen, but it could be a disaster film. No, er, let's it make
0: it. Let's make it a okay. straight up Irwin Allen movie. Okay. What if we do something called Water Tower 1999, right? Okay. You know there's all those giant water ta- like like what if it's like what would happen? I could picture Erwin Allen asking this question. What if the biggest water tower in the city Hmm. I'm trying to think of a way to do because it. it wouldn't be that much water, right? Is that?
1: <laughs> it would have to be a really big one.
0: Yeah. Like what's the biggest wa- what about those silos? You know you know, you know you go into those silos?
6: Mm-hmm.
0: What if they're dudes who like rescue like Steve O's the young brash rescue squad type dude? Mm-hmm. And Sam Waterston, it's his last day. What's a good disaster? What if uh, sewer sewers? Let's think. Hmm. What if it's what if it's the, 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 like a like the what's that giant dam?
1: The giant dam, like the Hoover Dam?
0: Yeah, the Hoover. What if it's just called Hoover Dam?
1: Right. Okay. Hoover
0: Dam. Sam Waterston's a scientist, right? Right. And he notices. He notices that there's some some structural problem with the Hoover Dam, right?
1: And no one's paying attention. And no
0: one's paying attention. And Steve O is just this dumb like park ranger, (laughs) right? (laughs) And then they like when the then the Hoover Dam breaks, like it cracks. What state is that in? Uh, I think it's in Nevada. Nevada, okay. I think. If that thing went, what would start getting flooded? Would Las Vegas get flooded? How far away is it from Las Vegas? I don't know. <laughs> it's
1: pretty It's pretty darn close to Las Vegas. I don't know if it will get flooded, but we could...
0: For the sake of this movie, we're <laughs> going to say that Las Vegas is in jeopardy. And people are part... It is a giant convention... It's the adult film convention. No, that's not good. No, let's not do that. Okay. Not the adult. What could it be? What it if it's...
1: A, the technology convention that they have, or, you know, the one where they usually... Yes, well, here's what it is.
0: Here's what it That's perfect, because what it'll be is the people who are sabotaging the Hoover Dam are hoping to wipe out something that's at the the tech showcase. Yes. They're hoping, yes. they're that's, hoping to wipe some of the scientists out. Right.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So they're at the Hoover Dam. They, that's a, they have to stop this thing from reaching Las Vegas, where it's going to wipe out the scientists. And somebody just said on, on uh, Twitter, Hoover Damned. I don't, I don't know about that. That's, that's stupid. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, St. Vincent RuPaul. I do like your name though. So. Um, What if Sam Waterston, should he be the mayor? Is he the mayor of Las Vegas who's telling people not to worry?
1: Maybe, and maybe Steve-O is the one who actually, nobody, he works at the Hoover Dam and nobody really trusts yeah, him. Yeah, that's exactly
0: it. Steve-O is the one who nobody believes his yes. his deduction because he's a, like a moron there. Right. Mm-hmm. And he figures out something bad's going to happen. Nobody listens to him and then when the thing breaks because it was uh, sabotaged Right Only Steve-O was the Steve-O was the only one who uh, knew the truth
1: Right, and Sam Waterston's like the mayor in Jaws or something, right? Like He's just not having it
0: Yes, exactly. I love it It works. And we're going to go with Hoover Damned Okay No, we're going to go with Las Vegas DOA is what it's called
1: I'd go see that with the family.
0: Wouldn't you see DoA colon Las Vegas? Would yes. you see that I would, movie?
1: I would see it tomorrow.
0: All right. Thank you, John. Thank you. DoA Las Vegas. Would you see that, Mike? I would. You wouldn't. I would. You would. Right. Oh, Mike wants to do like a William Castle type thing where water splashes on people in the theater. I don't know. Mike, we're going to have people. These theaters are going to be packed out once we announce this cast. That's right, folks. Sam Waterston and Steve-O are both in this movie together. No pushing, please. There's seats for everyone. There's more screenings. People, please. Calm down. Everyone will get a chance to see the Steve-O, Sam Waterston, Hoover Dam movie. Who's good here? Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Kim from
7: Bloomington, Indiana. Kim? Yes. From
0: Bloomington, Indiana. What's going on in Bloomington tonight?
7: Uh, Just hanging out. Had um, an audit at work today, so just relaxing after that.
0: How did the audit go?
7: I'm not sure yet. I think that it went well.
0: Okay. Um,
7: One can only hope.
0: I hope (laughs) so, too. I hope it went well, too, unless you're up to something. (laughs) You're not up to something, are you, Kim?
7: No, not yet, at least.
0: Then I hope it went well.
7: Thank you, Tom. Um, I'm not a celebrity. I do know a famous cat, but I don't think she'll call in tonight unless maybe she's listening. But
0: famous um, what? Famous cat? Yeah. (laughs) That cat is called. If you're from Indiana, I think we've talked to that cat before, right? Yes,
7: you have.
0: All right. Well, a very
7: special cat.
0: That wouldn't count anyway. We've talked to. Return guests don't count. Okay. So what's what? What can I do for you tonight, Kim?
7: Um, I've got something for the topic. I topic. I also have a make a movie for
0: you. Okay. Let's start with. Let's start with the topic. Let me let me rest my uh, my brain for for uh, for a minute as you tell me. The other thing.
2: Sure. Um.
7: Well, it's. It's a fantasy.
0: Okay. And,
7: and it's. Are you ready? Or that's. Oh, that's I'm
0: ready. It. Let's just do it.
7: Okay, that's what I was. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's what I was. Don't worry. For.
0: Don't worry. Let's do it.
7: Okay. Um. It is a fantasy, and it is with Sarah Jessica Parker, um, Bill Hader. Kristen Wig, Paul Hogan, and Jerry Ferreira.
0: <laughs> Hold on a second. So you're talking about SJP. Who
7: else?
0: Uh, you, you're muffled there, Kim.
7: Oh, sorry, Bill Hader.
0: Bill Hader. Okay. Kristen Wig. Kristen Wig.
7: Paul Hogan, Crocodile oh. Dundee. Yes, that's right. And then Jerry Ferrara. the last two, my partner. It was like, you've got to add these to your list. So.
0: And it's a fantasy.
7: It's a fantasy going off of um, Talking surround
0: Hmm. A fantasy. Starring. Well, it seems like it's got to have some sort of comedic angle to it, right? We can't have all these because these are essentially comedic actors we have in this. Yeah. So, it's not going to be like Your Highness though. You 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 know that movie Your Highness? I don't know that movie. It's a uh, a movie uh that uh, David Gordon Green made. Uh you know the guy He did George Washington. Okay. And then he did Your Highness next.
7: Okay.
0: Yeah, so um, it's not going to be like your highness. I would say, what if we call it? Not like a Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Not one of those things, right?
7: Maybe it could be like a parody of a fantasy. Maybe not, though.
0: What if Jerry Ferrara plays a leprechaun, right? Okay, yeah. Okay. It's called Leprechaun School. You ready for this? Okay. Yes. It's called Leprechaun School. Jerry Ferrara is like a flop of a leprechaun. Cuz to be like a leprechaun, you have to be to actually be like run around putting gold into, like, to get to the big show on St. Patrick's Day, you got to get through, like, leprechaun school.
7: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the academy.
0: Yeah. Leprechaun Academy. Yes. I love it. (laughs) You're right. I
7: wrote down leprechaun, and I think I misspelled it. I'm writing all this in gel pen just because I like to do stuff with my hands.
0: Leprechaun Academy. Jerry Ferrara is a a buffoon of a leprechaun, right? He needs... Straightened out, and then all of the leprechauns. What if something happens, like um, Paul Hogan's like a uh, SJP and Paul Hogan play like the uh, the, the the dean of the they, they like run the leprechaun school, right? Yes, perfect. Bill Hader is, disciplinary. is Bill Hader the the he's like the the the. He's like the the leprechaun most likely to succeed, Like, right? Yeah, yeah, the all-star know-it-all. Yeah, he's like the all-star know-it-all leprechaun. Maybe he's Jerry Farrar's big brother, even.
7: Yeah, and Jerry's just living in the shadows of him, trying to be more like him, but just... Ooh, sorry. You caught
0: yourself. You caught yourself. Very good. (laughs) I like that.
7: Thanks.
0: (laughs) So you caught yourself. So he's... But then what happens? So him and Kristen Wigg. Kristen Wig is she trying to take over the Leprechaun Academy?
7: Yeah, maybe she is she's from another she's from like the bougie leprechaun school and this the, is more like the
0: bougie leprechaun school.
7: <laughs> and this is more like the public leprechaun school. Ah, so and she's trying to take over.
0: So what if, if SJP and Paul Hogan are king and queen leprechaun, right? They run, they're like pre- pretty much the, they run this leprechaun school and they're the ones who have to like approve, who get to pick who the, the main leprechaun is to go out and head up St. Patrick's Day, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be Bill Hader, but then, but then Kristen Wiig traps him, right? Mm -hmm. And then they're just like, who's going to be the leprechaun to go? And the only reason Jerry Ferrara gets to go is because since they're brothers, they have like the same like hand print or something. Right. That like. Yeah.
7: Same DNA, leprechaun DNA.
0: That operates the rainbow.
7: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There it is. Leprechaun Academy. There's your movie.
7: Excellent. Thank you. I love it. All right. Thank you, Tom. Have a good one. You
0: too. What do you think of that, Mike? Leprechaun Academy. So far, we've got DOA Las Vegas starring Sam Waterston and Steve-O. And then Leprechaun Academy starring Sarah Jessica Parker, Bill Hader, Kristen Wiig, Paul Hogan, and Jerry Ferrara. How do you do it, Tom? How do you do it? I don't know how you do it, brah, but you do. You impress me. You impress me, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Oh, by the way, next week on The Best Show, next week, you've all waited for it for one hour. The Tom Personation Hour. For one hour, I will have to sit here listening to you The best show listener do impersonations of me and the winner will win a prize at the end of the show. How's that sound? You ready for that, Mike? You can't wait on this one. This is like, this is like Christmas for you to watch me get crushed. He can't wait. Leprechaun Academy. I would see that. Best show. Hey, Tom. Hello.
1: Hi. Uh, This is uh, Pat in DC, and I'm calling with uh, one for the final roles um, Uh. for myself. And I also have one to Wait, for
0: your final role? You're announcing your own final (laughs) role? Oh, no. (laughs) No, no, don't worry. I I guess my final role was
1: probably in that um, middle school uh, musical that my uh, middle school music teacher wrote. And was terrible. Mm. other than that um but mm. no the uh mm. the famous and great um actor I wanted to uh discuss was uh peter
0: Lorre. Peter Lorre, who people might know from what's the thing people know him from most knight of uh, the hunter
1: Casablanca
0: Casablanca uh
1: m uh the multi sulcan right he's a not um you know, he's a weird little German guy.
0: He's the guy. He's the who's Weird little like, German
1: guy in, in Casablanca. Who's like, yes, right? <laughs> yep. That guy.
0: Let's say yep. Mike, actually. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hey, it's me. Hey, play it again, Sam. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's what? What? what so Peter Lorre's final role, the storied film actor.
1: Um, well, actually, his final two roles yes. um, are both really great.
0: Okay.
1: Um, his second to last film, penultimate role, was um, in a Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello, uh movie named Muscle Beach Party. <laughs> <laughs> the the okay. like, tagline on the poster is, Flex your way to fun with Frankie and Annette.
0: Flex your way to sun? To fun. To fun. Flex your way to fun with Frankie and Annette and Peter Laurie. Yep. Yes. Welcome to the beach. <laughs> We're on the uh, beach.
1: Yeah. Right. So what's his it, other role? Um, then his final role was in a Jerry Lewis movie named The Patsy.
0: He was in the Patsy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That.
1: Yeah. That was his final role.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a it's a hard biz, man.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I was reading he uh he had like some health problems and then that combined with depression from his failing you know, his the downfall of his career and being in these movies, he had some uh like chemical addictions. Uh-huh. Um and yeah. So yeah, I'm really bring it down. Sorry.
0: That's all right. Somebody's um, saying that Peter Laura's, Laurie's final role, they're saying it all over Twitter, that his final role was Booberry, which I guess what? Did that, they got some sound alike dude to do the thing for the cereal?
1: I, yeah, I don't know. I how does that,
0: just... how does that feel for like Peter Laurie's like family when they're just like, I think this, uh, cereal ghost is doing, uh, dad's voice. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Is that dad? No, it's just some actor doing, uh, doing a cheap knockoff of his voice. Uh, to, to push, uh, sugar poison on children.
2: Yeah.
0: Booberry. That, look, as a kid, I loved a Cocoa Puff. As a kid, yeah. I would be lying if I said I didn't love a Cocoa Puff. Yeah. Or I, I a, uh, the, yeah. and not the Cocoa Puff from the movie Flight. Not that, which is a cigarette with cocaine in it. Not John Goodman's character. <laughs> you need a Cocoa Puff, man. That'll get you straight. Put you on the dark side of the moon.
1: No, I, I wasn't accusing you, Tom. Don't, Don't worry. worry.
0: So I liked a Cocoa Puff, and I liked a uh the occasional uh a Captain Crunch Crunch Berry with the pink purple Crunch Berry, right? Yeah. I a peanut I even, butter Captain Crunch I was I was not a, averse to.
1: I was going to say I even like the uh, there was like this just Reese's Cup like candy cereal.
0: Yeah, that's past my day. day. Yeah,
1: no, I, but I still can't believe that I actually ate that yeah, stuff
0: and that this, my parents bought it. But this is what I want to say. I got to say even as a kid you had to know you were kind of trashy if you were eating <laughs> lucky charms and you're kind of trash kid, like trash kids like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, and like I, a trash kid would be like, <laughs> I want to eat lucky charms and count chocolate. It's like, really? Can't get enough candy? Yeah, like even as a I, kid, you know, it's like, yeah, that's a little too far for breakfast.
1: I, I will say that. That was only a very occasional thing for me. I was standardly, most times ate the, uh, Quaker, Quaker toasted oat squares. I slice up a banana on there. Ah. So I had like a teaspoon of sugar. Yeah,
0: isn't that always but fine it, to it, put it, a teaspoon of sugar on that? That thing's nothing but sugar. And well, you're just no. like, let me put a little sugar. And I'm saying I did it, too. Not on Cocoa Puffs, though. Yeah. But just the idea of, like, just going as a kid, you're like, okay, I'm having these uh, Rice Krispies and a little sugar for the top. <laughs> like, as if you're eating, as if you're eating the healthiest yeah. thing ever that you couldn't, you, the only way you could choke it down would be with a tablespoon of sugar on top of it. Ah. Uh. Oh, I'm eating the healthy stuff. Uh, I'm eating, uh... <laughs> I'm eating, the, like, uh... Like, frosted flakes. And a little sugar for the top. It's, they're frosted! What do you think the frost is? <laughs> so... Uh. Alright, bro.
1: Alright. Oh, then I then I wanted to forward one from, uh... From, uh, from Twitter. From, uh, right.
0: hmm.
2: Um...
1: That she she said,
2: to,
0: the kids in the hole in the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. It,
1: um, uh, Mary Wicks, who I think was more, and I'm forwarding this, so I don't have the full, uh, I, I'm not going to claim to do perfect justice to to uh, Tavy's choice, um, but she was a you know, long-time character actress and did a lot of stage stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, and her her final role, which actually I was reading, was released posthumously, and there were six lines in it that had to be recorded by someone else, and it was the Disney animated um, Hunchback of Notre Dame movie.
0: And what? Who? Who was this again? Who? who this was,
1: Mary Wicks. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That after you know this like sixty year long career, you know, great success in film and stage and TV, she ends not even. Completing a uh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah, got to get it filled. That's a, that's a sad one. Yeah, that's a sad one.
1: Yeah, which I think a lot of these final roles are.
0: There's a sadness to them. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. kind of the theme. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, bro. Thanks. All right. That's right. I want to get sponsors for uh, for the best show studio. If your company, if you're working it, there's got to be somebody like a tech company or a website where they're like, they're like, yeah, we would, we would spend the thing and we blow money on uh, ice sculptures here. Get your name studio sponsoring rights. Get your name on the studio. Some company get your show mentioned, your your studio mentioned on the show every week. Come on, step it up. Putting another list together, selling my books to keep this thing going. And look, are we the best? Of course, we're the best. These other podcasts—they can't even touch what we do on our on the the worst minute of the best show is still better. Then the show that these people put in front of other people as this is what we do when it works. It's the worst minute of this show, still beats that. Everything on this thing's funny. Everything. Every single part of it is great. And we get it from every angle. I'm looking at these podcasts because I was going to do who sucks in podcasting. I didn't pick one this week. Look at some of these things. New Yorker. Oh, thank God they have a podcast. What's that? Into, somebody talk about folding ascots. Got to hear that. talk about getting your ascot back from the cleaners. Look at some of these podcasts. Holy moly! One looks worse than the next. Key, what's this? Politico's 2016 Nerdcast. Oh god! Could you imagine? Can you imagine? That's like. Look at these things. Jeepers creepers, man. What are these? What a. People actually get in front of a mic and do these shows? Jocko Podcast. What's that? Can you imagine? If these things if these things have listeners. They gotta figure it figured out. I'm the one I'm the one outside looking in, but you know what? I got what they know Oh, here's one that sucks. Gilmore guys. This is a show where these two clowns review episodes of Gilmore girls. Look, I've never heard a minute of it. Sounds like it sounds like you got a, a winner on your hand. These guys are minting money with this thing. Uh, I'm selling my books. These guys just backing up the money truck week after week because they're just. I thought this episode was. And uh... hey, look, I've never heard a minute of it. I might be maybe it's the greatest podcast ever. Never heard one minute of it. I thought that Lorelei was the. She mentioned the the. She mentioned Weezer in this one. Ugh. Can you imagine? Couldn't pay me. Couldn't pay me to listen. They got it figured out, though. I'm the one. I'm the one who don't have the formula. They got the formula. I'm just going to start doing my Sanford and Son podcast. Review an episode of Sanford and Son every week. I bought the complete series on DVD. Why? Eh, that's the kind of thing i do. I'll be at Best Buy, I'll be like, oh yeah, sure. Oh, 70 Yeah. Yeah, I won't be able to sleep without this. You should see the face on the people at the store when I'm bringing that up to the counter. Sanford and Sun Complete Series. Did a, Did a bell go off? Yeah, they all came out and watched as I got, as they rang me out. <laughs> they all came out and watched. They watched me pay for this thing. Really, Sanford and Son, you're paying for that thing. You're buying the complete series. I'm going to start doing that, my Sanford and Son podcast. Best show.
1: Hi, Tom. How are you?
0: I'm good. To whom am I speaking?
1: This is Craig in Jersey City.
0: Craig in Jersey City. What's up, Craig?
1: Not much. I have a build a movie.
0: I'm going to be nice to you, Craig. You know why? Because you're local. Yeah. <laughs> get me. So, go ahead. What's the build a movie, Craig? What do you got?
1: Okay, I've got Harry Dean Stanton.
0: All right, let me get my pen here. Harry Dean Stanton,
1: Eva Longoria. Mm-hmm. And Russell Brand. And it's a political thriller.
0: A political thriller. Oh, this this we can do this one. Russell Brand's going to play like a campaign manager, right? Like a a win at all costs campaign manager. Does that make sense? Yep,
1: he's a political guy.
0: Eva Longoria's running for governor of. Illinois. Harry Dean Stanton. Is Harry Dean Stanton the guy who's got the goods on her? You know what I mean? Mm. He's the one who's like, I gotta do, remember the thing you did there, right? Like, I got, he's got like pictures, he's all sweaty. He's always sweaty in everything he did. That's why I like Harry Dean Stanton. He sweats. I like the sweaters in life. Those who sweat, Chuck Berry, Harry Dean Stanton. I've been listening to all this Chuck Berry lately. I got this Mm -hmm. thing, 16 CDs of Chuck Berry, the complete Chuck Berry box set. Everything, it's got everything on it. It's one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. And these like Chuck Berry live shows, it's got these live shows from like 1963 on them. And he keeps saying, uh, on it repeatedly. I need to, uh, I need to, uh, take a break here cause I'm sweating all over the place. He's like, <laughs> and he called it at one point. He's like, it's rock and roll juice. He's like, I gotta, I gotta wipe my brow. Get the rock and roll juice. I was like, that's pretty awesome. But seriously, these Chuck Berry songs, this dude is, is no different than, uh, he's like Woody Guthrie. The level this guy was operating at. People got to respect it. Yeah, he's a five star. Uh, uh, whatever. What do you want to call him? Prevert? I don't know. Is he is he worse than a prevert? I don't know the story. Is he a sex criminal? Had cameras going in a bathroom. Not cool. None of the songs are about that, as best I can identify. But um, and I kept thinking. I want to do a song, uh, like Johnny Be Good, right? You know Johnny Be Good? Mm-hmm. I want to do one about, uh, Z, the guy who, you know this Wally Wacky Man? Are you familiar with yeah,
1: that? I do.
0: Just cause that line when he's like, he used to carry his guitar in a gunny sack, right? It just mm-hmm. be like, he used to carry his puppet in a, in a purple sack. Cause, cause Z-Man, this guy who operates this puppet Wally Wacky Man, he carries him around in a, in a, like a purple bag or whatever. Someday someone will record a song. About, about, uh, about him. Z-Man. That's an aside. No big... I'm gonna mark that down as, our worst minute still beats what any of these other ones do. What any of these other shows do. So what do you got, Chief? It was the built. Oh, Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So the sweaters in life is where I left off. (laughs) Harry Dean Stanton. Harry Dean Stanton plays an old hitman, right? Mm -hmm. Harry Dean Stanton plays an old hitman who. He would have the goods on Russell Brand. He can't be a candidate here, right? Because he's 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 he's, uh, he's uh, British, right? <laughs> and he's always telling us about our system. You know what I mean? You ever see that when he's just telling yeah. us about our like how messed up it is, like? You people in America, with your emperor. All right, click it back a notch, bro. With the three-hour speech. No, not not you, no. I'm talking to Russell Brand right now. <laughs> so Russell Brand is a political strategist who will go at anything to get his candidate Eva Longoria uh, nominate to win the the governorship, right? But then a mysterious hitman comes out of the woodwork, Harry Dean Stanton, and he's got some, did her father, was her father, is she second generation? She's second generation governor, right? Like that? Yeah. Was her father like, like a, like a, a a Richard Daly type? Like if it's old politics? Right? Yeah. And yeah, this one's, this one's, I'm having a hard time with this one.
1: I have
0: another one if you'd like to switch. No, no, I'll break, I'll break this one. <laughs> I'm gonna look online and see if I get any help here. Yes. Yes, Petty. Boomer humor coming through. Boomer humor, just help me out here with this. This cracks it open. Russell Brand plays Banksy. That's perfect boomer humor. Eva Longoria is running for, for, uh, governor, mayor, mayor, mayor of a major city. And everything is getting this, these, these art exhibits keep popping up, messing up her campaign, right? Like while she's going around town, these things keep popping up to like expose her and make her look like a, a, a buffoon and so then dirty politics ensues, and she gets Harry Dean Stanton, this hit man, to take out Banksy <laughs> to figure out who he is and take him out. There's your movie right there. I love thank it. you boomer humor. you're awesome I like boomer i like uh I like boomer humor. you're cool. um what do you think about that? I love it, right? and that's called. Yeah. What would it be called? It's called, uh, something with art. Um, exit through the voting booth. Okay.
3: What?
0: There you go. There's your movie. Thank you, Tom. Thanks. What do you think about that one, Mike? Yeah, we pulled it out. Me and Boomer Humor did it. Team effort. No, it's a thriller. Yeah. I'm commenting on what your mayor is going to try to do if she takes control of this dear city. I love it. I would see that movie. Exit through the voting booth. Best show. Yeah, this is... Uh...
3: Carlo from Silver Spring.
0: Carlo from Silver Spring. Where's that? Maryland.
3: Yeah, Maryland.
0: Okay. What do you want, Carlo? What's up? Um, I wanted to do uh, either a build a movie or a final role. Let's hear the final role. I want to hear your final role. Uh, so
3: a uh, Audrey Hepburn. Yells. Uh, the film Always what's her final role
0: the movie always the steven spielberg uh richard dreyfuss yeah who else is in it again john goodman john goodman richard dreyfuss
5: and holly hunter
0: and holly hunter and it's why it's one of those movies that nobody's seen right well
5: yeah it's a movie no one's seen and it's just it was. I saw it when I was 10 years old.
0: Oh, so you saw it then. So I guess yeah. it's not that nobody's seen it. You have seen it.
5: I, I have seen it
3: when I was 10 years old. And actually, I called in a couple weeks ago and told a story about a friend of mine
5: who yelled at Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. He yelled apple at her. And That's I right. saw it with him when we were both
1: 10, and we saw it with his mother, mm-hmm. which,
3: seeing how...
0: Yeah, I just you know... emptied my trash, by the way, on my computer, <laughs> I'm not afraid to say. I'm multitasking. Just, uh, hold on, I'm put, yeah. I, I just got to put you on hold for one second, just one second, okay? Are you talking to AP Mike no. about Stolen Valor? I'm just talking to you for one second. What's your name again, Chief, down in there at Silver Spring? Uh, Carlo. Okay, Carlo, hold on one second. I'm putting you on hold. Mike, for God's sake, guys like this, this is just poison for the show. This guy's killing me. This guy is like, it's like, was he calling from a sleep study? He's like, he's half a, it's like he's, it's like, it's like talking to one of those hanging coma things from the movie Coma. That's what I feel like. This dude's putting me to sleep. This is the, maybe the worst caller in the last five years, Mike. Wait, couldn't you tell that this guy was so, so boring when you talked to him? You couldn't tell? I, I, I was on fence. You were on the fence. Well, what is the fence? Is he jumping over the fence? Is he sheep? County sheep jumping over the fence? That's what it's like with this dude. He's putting, I'm going to go back, this is like doing a pulling, it's like making a, if I can make this call anything, it's going to be a minor miracle. This is the most boring caller, maybe in the history of the show. I got to go back to him because he's clogging, he's clogging up the line like a, like a broken toilet. Let me go back. Hey, Carlo. Welcome back to the best show.
3: Hey, Tom, how you doing?
0: Doing all right. Uh, So what did you have now again? You were saying you and a friend screamed at Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: How's that going Uh, for you?
3: Oh, you know, um, great. Really fun.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Thanks for the call, Carlo. Best show. uh, Hey, Tom. No more dudes, Mike. No more dudes. I'd rather have no callers than dudes i'm the last dude you maybe ever well well, what's your (laughs) name chief what's your name uh mason from lexington now mason you know what i want to say to you okay and i just said it i want to say mason do you feel a good name it is a good name when when you hear that line from the movie clifford and he and and Charles Grodin says, I want to say Mason. Are you just like, ooh, that's my name? And you're a little excited? I, I hadn't re- remembered that movie in like 10 years or so. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I've seen it a bunch, though. It was on TV yeah. all the time when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, because it's classic.
1: It's pretty great. Dinosaur Land is there dinosaur world. Dinosaur
0: pretty World. Pretty great. What's up? What can I do for um, you, Chief? I had to build the movie. All right, let's do it. Uh, so, uh, Nathan Lane and Rutger Hauer. Hold on, hold on. Nathan Lane. Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer. Yeah. In a Western. In a Western. Yep. Hmm. Anybody else you want to give me to balance this out a little bit? um
1: hmm i'm trying to think of somebody that would be contemporary yeah
0: all right keep thinking think, think think um i'm putting you on hold you not on hold i'm hanging up on you but you call back if you think of a third person call back seriously okay okay best show.
7: hi tom
0: hello to whom am i speaking
7: This is Donya in Oakland.
0: Donya in Oakland. How are you tonight, Donya? I'm okay. I'm sick. I have a cold. How are you? I'm not sick. I'm doing all right. (laughs) Are you fired up to cheer on the Golden State Warriors as they come back home? Are you going to meet them at the airport? I,
7: I don't watch. I don't really get into sports at all.
0: But can you feel the magic? You feel the excitement in Oakland.
7: There are a lot of excited people. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's
0: pretty a of, cool. I a mean, lot of new, a lot of new Golden State Warriors jerseys.
7: Yeah, a lot right? of people who, like, some of my classmates, like, wear Golden State Warriors garb, and they're not from here. I find that strange.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, Danya, I hope first of all, I hope Ooh. you feel better. Thanks. Secondly, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call
7: well i this is the first time I've listened in like a really like live in a really long time, and I never get to call and i have been catching up on the shows and I know I say this like every time maybe you don't remember, but you had like the duos thing, and there were like two that I really wanted to add and i I don't know if that's kosher or not, but um, I also heard you saying you were getting more into the electronic. Music, so I, I had like two that I really wanted to mention to you.
0: Mention away.
7: Okay, so the band Adult.
0: Adult.
7: Yeah. Okay. Um, from Detroit. From Detroit. And then, um, yeah, right and then um, Robert Goral and. Um, uh, Gabby Delgado from DAF Deutsche Amerikanische Freudenschaft,
6: mm-hmm.
7: okay. and those were the two okay. that I wanted to mention. But I don't know if you have have you know wandered into that territory
0: yet. So I'll wander into yeah. any territory. I'm ready for anything. <laughs> What's Fred from Honolulu on about? I look on Twitter. God, 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 strike Twitter dead, man! I tell you hope that their mainframe gets hit by a lightning bolt and it gets all erased. You know what I mean, Donnie? Well, there's another good duo, lightning bolts. Lightning Bolt are a good duo. What yeah. a fun call about street harassing a woman. What is, I don't know what that is. What did I do? What did I do wrong now, Fred? Fred, what did I do wrong now? Ah. Oh. Guess this guy. This guy's all hopped up on the Gethard juice. He's on the Chris Gethard uh, train now. Guess I'm. 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 Uh, I'm left out. I'm like lunch meat that got left out. This guy Fred is. Uh, you know this Fred from Honolulu, uh, Donya?
7: I've heard him call. Yeah, but he doesn't live in Honolulu anymore.
0: No, he's, you know he's ripping me on on Twitter now. Because uh, he's uh, he's a no, wait he, is he somewhere? he's a Gethard guy.
7: Oh wait, am I thinking of the guy that like moved from Hawaii
0: to Brooklyn? Yeah, no, he's that the guy who moved calls? from Hawaii. He's the guy who had the master plan to move from Hawaii to Little Italy, and then um, and then now he drives Chris Gethard around New York. Uh, it's like the movie Arthur. He he's like uh, he drive he drives Chris Gethard. Around in a limo.
7: Um, He's like like Sir John Gielgud. So many of your cultural references just go right over my head.
0: Well, you didn't do me any favors with adult, Donya. (laughs) We're tied over here.
7: I thought maybe you had heard them. I don't know.
0: I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I know DAS. With
7: like. Okay.
0: Yeah, I know. I know them.
7: Okay. So go adult, go. It's, it's
0: a, sorry, we're, we're overlapping here. I'm gonna let you talk.
7: Oh. Uh there's a period at the end of adult, so it's like adult period.
0: Okay. So I
7: don't know how you would find them. Like it's hard to. Uh, I guess you'd have to type in adult music or something. I don't know.
0: Usually, Maybe just band. Band usually covers just about anything. So, Donnie, anything else yeah. going on
7: tonight? Um, I'm moving tomorrow. I am. I have an interview for a job. I just finished my first uh year of grad school, and I'm really happy about that. But now my body is rebelling. Yeah, yeah,
0: your body's pushing back. You have to have something not be perfect right now. So get over That's your fine. cold. Go get that job. <laughs> thanks, Tom. All right, you have a, you have a great night. I feel better. Do thanks. Bye. It's Fred from Honolulu. I can't win with with that guy. I can't win. Fred from Honolulu. One of Gethard's, uh, one of Gethard's goons. Call him a Gethard. He's a Gethard goon. <laughs> Best show.
8: Hi, this is Amanda from Virginia and uh, I have one for the topic.
0: Amanda, how are That's you tonight? Work. How are you?
8: I'm doing quite well. How are you?
0: I'm good. The fine state of Virginia, which when I drove back from Nashville, you realize how big Virginia is? When <laughs> yeah, you go... Three. When you get,
8: you, you wide across. Yeah, when you go
0: diagonally right. through it, you're like, oh my goodness, yeah. Virginia. So there's a right. lot of Virginia here.
7: And then there's our, you know, our western neighbor, that's also kind of sort of Virginia.
0: West, west Virginia?
7: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: But you're from Virginia proper.
7: Yeah. I'm from northern Virginia. I'm in uh, Harrisonburg right now. Okay. Just more to the west.
0: So what do you have for the topic?
7: Um. Well, I have Joan Crawford and Trog.
0: Wait, wait okay. Joan Crawford. Final role. Legendary Mm -hmm. film icon. And -hmm. her final role was what, what was it now? It was in Trog. Trog. T-R-O-G?
7: Yep, as in troglodyte. She plays Dr. Brockton.
0: Oh, that's a, that's a depressing (laughs) one. Oh, could you this imagine a science
7: fiction horror film?
0: Yeah, could you imagine Joan Crawford? Did she have money problems? Yeah, I don't know. I always kind of wondered. She definitely had a
7: drinking problem. Hmm. Apparently, she was regularly intoxicated on set.
0: Oh, well, I would have to be Which if I totally, was going to be intoxicated. Totally throg.
7: understandable because she has to play ball with a man in a an ape mask Just yeah. pretending to be. Yeah.
8: You
0: know, yeah. a couple million years old. Guy going up to her just being like, Uh,
2: oh, hi, this is I uh, just want to say I'm a huge fan.
0: Guy in the, tro- in the Trog costume talking to her. Right?
2: Mm-hmm. So you, uh, with the movies, uh,
0: yeah, is, uh, would you say Trog? is uh, Where would you put Trog on the spectrum of the movies you've done? And she's like, how long do I have to talk to this guy in this Trog costume? <laughs> and what was their character's name again? Dr. Brockton. Dr. Bro- oh, th- you know what? This would be a fun segment if, uh, if, if we had like famous people on and then they had filmographies and then, and then I could ask them to, um, to go through their filmography and see if they can remember the names of the characters they play. Wouldn't that be a fun segment to do? I bet plenty of them would forget. Yeah, but you want to know what's funny about that? I've been doing that for years, and Jimmy Kimmel just started doing it. There's a fun thing. You rat. You rat thief. Oh. You should do him or something. Yeah, I'll sue him. Yeah, that'll style. go well. Threaten that'll go sue. well. Yeah, next thing you know, make a crank yankers puppet of me. Right? I'll start getting crankyanked. Yeah. I go after this <laughs> dude in court... Next thing I know, my phone starts ringing, right? It's Jim Florentine. crankyanking me. I'm not gonna mess with these crankers. These crank yankers. He'll sick his crank yank. He'll sick Bircham on me. Right? Yeah, Bircham. That's, that's Adam Carolla's, uh, character from Crank Yankers. I don't want, I don't want, uh, I don't want Kevin Nealon burping in the phone at me as one of the crank yankers you should all be in jail for crank yankers for prank phone calling people. They did it from like Las Vegas where you can do that legally. Yeah. Anytime you have to do like a thing anytime you have to find out like the loophole to do it, you Las probably Vegas. shouldn't be you probably shouldn't be doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you have to find the one state that you can get away with it in, you probably shouldn't be doing it. So
7: definitely reasonable
0: general rule of thumb. If you have to go through, through the law books one by one and figure out where you can, where you can pull a fast one. Don't do it. Well, I want to thank you for this call. Thank you so much. Thank you. And you have a grand evening. Who's good here, Mike? One. Best show. Hi, Tom. It's Coco. Oh, my goodness. It's Coco. Oh, my
8: gosh.
0: Coco from? Uh, uh, uh,
8: from the, the
0: best show. From the best show. Coco, you may know Coco. She she uh, is the lead singer and guitar player of the Ets. right? Yes. yes. And also what else? And
8: also part of a duo called The Parting Gifts with
0: Mr. Greg Cartwright. That's right. Parting Gifts, super group. Super group. And what else? So what else? So what else is on the resume, Coco?
8: On the resume, about to become on the resume. There might be just Coco coming. I don't know what. I, I,
0: you can't so talk. Can you talk I about heard. that? We can't. Can we talk about that or no?
8: I think we can. I think we can talk about it. If you want to talk about
0: it, I would love to talk about it.
8: Let's talk about it.
0: Has this been announced anywhere?
8: No. So this is, is this, this like is, a
0: a rock and roll exclusive?
8: This is a rock and roll exclusive.
0: Uh,
8: here with you on the best show now.
0: And what is it now?
8: <laughs> I'm doing my first solo record. Oh. It's Coco and Hames is my last name, which I found out is a part of a horse-driven apparatus. I found that out through Deadwood, so that's cool to know, but uh, I'm recording it, and it'll be out in spring on Merge Records, and it oh. is news, exclusive news.
0: <gasps> oh, my goodness. Congratulations.
8: Thank you. And that's not even why I called, although I did, I went to Twitter a little bit to talk to this Adam from Orlando fellow who hadn't been to the best Cuban restaurant. I don't know where he and his sister went, but it wasn't where I would go. But I, I, I had one for the topic that I was wondering if you might, might have some ideas for.
0: All right. First of all, Coco, I mm-hmm. want to say, mm-hmm. Coco Hames. Yes. Now you didn't just do that to try to make people think it's Hame, did you?
2: Oh
8: no, but I'm.
0: What's that group I called? It, Is it Hame?
8: Yeah, it's Hame, but I think they're Jewish, and that's mine Scottish, and I don't think it's the same. Uh, they're really, they those girls are great, but yeah. I, I probably that would have been a smarter marketing move if you just what if you
0: just it. call the record the fourth hame
8: yeah right? and i just throw myself in there the fourth if hame was, put a question mark it,
0: the fourth hame
8: because yeah, i'll <laughs> i'll make you do the work like legally yeah legally
0: there has to be a question the fourth hame if it isn't
8: because i i was reading a uh a food magazine on airplane recently and they had this whole thing about them and they seem really fun. So I was like, uh-huh. Well maybe maybe I'm one of <laughs> I'm in their like, mix.
0: like you're the missing hame.
8: Yeah. They just forgot to put me in the picture or talk about me.
0: Yeah. Or what if it turns out you're like, oh it's and then you find out it's like there's this podcast called Hame Slides. And then oh. you find out that that's what you're actually you actually are related to the dudes who do Hame slides.
8: See, nah. that would that sounds more like my luck. But <laughs> I'll, I'll roll the dice. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: no, well, congratulations on that is wildly exciting.
8: Thank you. I'm excited, and
0: I cannot wait to hear. I can't wait for next spring. Now,
8: now it's it's building up. It's it, I'm I, I'm I never look forward to anything.
0: <laughs> now I'm looking forward to the Coco solo album. (laughs) Thank you. So, what did you call about Coco?
8: Okay. Murder Mystery. I'm going to give you the heads up.
0: Oh, all right. Murder Mystery.
8: Because uh, I was inspired a little bit by one of your previous callers. Okay, we're going to start with Charles Grodin.
0: Charles Grodin. Okay. Okay.
8: Daniel Day-Lewis.
0: Okay. Fran
8: Fran Dresher.
0: Fran Drescher. Okay. Ken,
8: Kenneth Brana.
0: Okay. And
8: Paul Williams.
0: And Paul Williams. And it's a murder mystery.
8: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it can go dark. It can I mean that you know what that's not even up to me. That's up to you. Well,
0: here we go. How about this? <laughs> Paul Williams. Can we make him a statue? What if we make him a statue?
8: Not even a, a person, just a representation no. of him like in the like in the uh Hotel, Grand Hotel Budapest where it's like right there in the
0: I didn't see that. Or
8: or, or any other movie where someone's a statue?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those movies where people are statues.
8: <laughs> yes, that whole that whole genre. Yes. Uh yes. Okay, so He's there. He's a statue.
0: And he's a I'm statue. Like, I might go back from this, too. Okay. <laughs> I might go back from this. And there's these people on, on Twitter. It's not Jimmy Fallon. It's Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel, lay off Fallon. Kimmel. Kimmel. <laughs> Look, I know there's 11 Jimmys and Jims on TV now. Caviezel, Parsons. Oh, so, Charles Grodin, Daniel Day yeah. Lewis, yes, yeah. Fran Drescher, uh huh, Kenneth Branagh, uh
2: huh. Sure, and, and I think Paul maybe you might Williams.
8: be. A... And Paul Williams, uh, and I—I I, now I'm excited about the statue idea. So, but don't don't let me stick. Okay,
0: to... Paul Williams. Hmm. Is there a statue that looks like him that everybody thinks he's the statue? No, that's stupid. Um, <laughs> Charles Grodin. Who could be the del- One of them has to be the detective on this. Fran Drescher's the detective. Okay. 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 Fran Drescher's I'm- the detective.
8: I'm writing this down.
0: Yeah. Don't worry. I am too. she's the detective and she's looking for because Paul Williams was in one of the Planet of the Apes movies right I think
8: so and then mostly did you see that documentary about him recently
0: I watched about half of it
8: yeah I I watched about half of it but but those songs are they don't have to have anything to do with this. I, I'm I, I'm the worst. I'm derailing.
0: It's just no. Great. He's great. Look, that guy's great. Paul Williams wasn't so nuts about the, the dude making the movie who kept inserting himself into it. Yeah, that's just tell me about Paul no. Williams, please. Justin, cannot... an... what what if we call this movie just an old fat? No, 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 no not just an old-fashioned love song. Rainy days in my... No. No. Let's see. <laughs> Rainbow... Can, no. No. Was, we, we're was, the rain one. He was in battle for the planet of the apes. So... Fran Drescher is an insurance detective. Like, you know, oh, one oh. of these people for an insurance claim. Charles Grodin is claiming that he had... Get this. He had... The original costume from *Battle for the Planet of the Apes*. He bought Paul Williams' costume for that, right?
8: Okay, and that would obviously have to be a- authenticated by somebody.
0: Yeah, and then it gets stolen. Ooh, oh, it's stolen. He files a huge insurance claim. Fran Drescher has to investigate why the thing is stolen. And it's, it's like what the, what the parameters of that are. And so then who's left here? Branagh and Daniel Day-Lewis or and Paul Williams are left. So they, Daniel Day-Lewis plays one of the top uh, uh, Planet of the Apes collectors, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> and
8: so he, he might be able to be like who she consults like listen.
0: Yeah, I need I need some I need some provenance on this. You have to help me just <laughs> give me some insight. Then they find him dead. Oh, oh. right? Yes. Then they find him dead. Then they go talk to Kenneth Branagh whose father directed Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Oh. I'm assuming a, who directed Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Now i got to look that up. Hold on.
8: Okay, because I was thinking. Um, what were you thinking? Just, I want to hear what you're just, thinking. Well, it's, it's just aesthetically, I was thinking, uh, oh, he's so great. His accent, you know, it could be anything. He could be a New Englander. He could be British, he could be, mm-hmm. so, um, but, anything. That could be, so whoever, well, whoever well. directed that.
0: Wrap, wrap your head around this, Coco. Okay. J. Lee Thompson, a British film director.
8: No.
0: Directed Battle for the Planet of the Apes. So it's
8: not, he doesn't have to
0: stretch. No, it's one that makes sense. Kenneth Branagh, he plays J. Lee Thompson Jr., J.J. Oh, J.J. (laughs) J.J. Thompson, son of J. Lee Thompson. And he's on the Planet of the Apes convention circuit. Of course. (laughs) Right? He's always there telling stories about his father and everything. But it turns out that he got into an argument with Paul Williams at one of the conventions. Mm Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he did steal the thing, but Paul Williams murdered him and re-stole it because he felt it got stolen from him on the set back in the 70s. So Paul Williams is the one killing everybody.
8: So he's the one, so Charles Grodin is actually, he's he's a real victim. They find Charles Grodin
0: Um, dead. They find Daniel Day-Lewis dead, and they find Kenneth Branagh dead. All killed by Paul Williams trying to get his Planet of the Apes costume back, because Groden stole it. Because it was Groden's. Groden stole it because there was a he was in like a fight with Daniel Day Lewis over it in like the black mar in the in the in the collectors black market. Yeah, which is very real. Where people have like merch and things that they can't ever show anyone that they've got. like I was at a guy's house, a rich guy's house. I'm not. I'm not kidding. This is all kidding aside. This is like a very powerful showbiz person, and he showed me. No, no joke. Jerry Lewis's hand. Hmm. He he owns I, Jerry Lewis's hand. He I bought, believe he, it. He bought it, and then
8: it. It's like okay, so he bought it because it's like you. You From
0: Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis is still alive. Yeah. He sold his hand to this guy, and he's got like one of those hands, like the dude on Sons of Anarchy.
8: Now so, I'm worried. Now I'm. Now I feel like I've like crossed into territory where it's like,
0: oh, now. Oh no, no! No, this is great. And the final scene of this movie, Paul Williams puts the costume back on. Right. Yes. And hides in like a Planet of the Apes museum at the convention, posing as like a statue, like, like a, as like a, an exhibit, thinking it's just like, and, oh, there's the, there's the thing. But now and the, Fran Drescher knows. Like, the
8: knows cops are running around and like.
0: Everyone's looking. Like... and Then Fran Drescher just stops and she just goes, hold on a second. <laughs> and then she sees this Paul Williams and then she sees he's in there. And what does she do? Punches him right in the business.
8: No, I I, thought, I, I couldn't tell if you were going to say it, and then she just walked out, like on her walkie-talkie, like mm. secure the parameter, you know, nope. whatever. Like, nope, she She, need, she needs to right- prove.
0: Yeah, she needs to prove that that's Virgil. His character's name was Virgil in the movie. Oh, okay. She, she needs to prove that that's him in there. So she's walking through the exhibit and she's explaining who. She's explaining the case now, and then they're like, "But where's Paul Williams?" And then she turns and she punches the Virgil uh, statue right in the business and then Paul Williams doubles over.
8: He doubles over they can now they can get a DNA sample. Yeah.
0: Take him away, boys.
8: Take him away, boys.
0: And they take him away they throw him right in jail in the costume.
8: That's,
0: that's amazing I can't wait I can't wait well <laughs> you better learn how to wait because it's not happening anytime soon I would truly give anything to see the movie we just I, talked about that I, would be
2: I,
8: I, was thinking, I was making notes like mm-hmm,
2: and then and so <laughs> you're, um, way it too into
0: it. you're so it into happens. it so let's say that this movie is called. Battle for no let's just call it uh Virgil suicides,
8: Virgil suicide, I just thought you were, might have said battle for the grapes because he, he, she got him in the end business now, the,
0: we're calling it the Virgil suicides
8: you're like, no, we are it. It. we're going. We're not working blue on this
0: one. No, because he Because the other thing is Paul Wynn has made all the things look like suicides.
8: Uh yeah. Exactly. It's a it's a multi entendre.
0: Yes. The Virgil suicides. <laughs> I love it. Alright, Coco. I can't wait to see you. I hope all I'm so excited about what you've got going on now. Solo album. Very exciting. I'm very excited. Thank you for taking my call. I hope,
8: hope uh, everything is going great. And I'm I'm just gonna plug back in and keep listening. And um, thanks for talking to me and for my great new nightmare that I'm gonna have tonight.
0: <laughs> for the Virgil suicides. All right, Coca, suicide. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> bye. 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 Hey, Mike, would you see that movie? Yeah, I'd see that. Could you imagine? The Virgil suicides. You saw that in the theater. That feels like one where you get dumped off at the. That's one. That feels like one where the the parents drop you off. I'm telling you, I remember. I used to go to the movies when I was like a kid. I was so young. I was I was like. I don't know what my parents are thinking dropping me off at the mo- I was going to these things, I must have been eight seeing some of these things. And in the summer they had this one movie theater that would just show these like cheapo, you get a, it's like a dollar to get in. And this maniac who programmed the theater shows this movie, I remember it being the most terrifying thing I ever saw in my life. Bodies burning on lawns and stuff. It was like. Like what kind of maniac. Puts that in the thing that it's just going to be kids there. I was terrified. And I remember leaving the theater. And going into like the hobby shop next to the theater and looking at like model like models for cars which I barely had any interest in, but at least it took me away from the horrifying nightmare. And then there was a friend of mine. He stayed and watched the whole thing. A weird kid. He was fine with it. I was terrified. I'm still scarred by that thing. You know what band I like a lot? I like Credence Clearwater Revival I like The Velvet Underground And I like A GIANT DOG Pile. It's their third album, their first on merge. Love it so much. What do you think of that, Mike? Rockin'. There you go. What a glowing. Glowing endorsement. If anybody from A Giant Dog is listening and Mike said rock, don't worry. This guy's. If you want to know where he is, he's gonna be listening to uh, the Grateful Dead. Four CD tribute album you get to hear uh, thrilling tracks on there you get to hear uh, what's that one dude from uh, Jack Johnson you get to hear him do Terrapin Station if you ever wanted to hear Jason Mraz do uh uh Cream Puff War. Didn't think I was going to go that early, did you, Mike? First album. War on Drugs, I like. Those dudes are awesome. Who else is good on it? You know, Kurt, obviously, is my favorite. a you know, Tango, I love, I love. Like. I love them. Who? Dinosaur Jr., of course. All right making the case you know the only problem with it Mike they're playing Grateful Dead songs I want nothing to do with it nothing best show hey it's uh, Mason again Mason Yeah, You had called earlier with Nathan Lane and Rutger Hauer for a Western. Yeah. And I had thought of
1: uh, at least two other people. Let's hear it. Uh, Laura Dern Mm -hmm.
0: and Avery Brooks. Avery Brooks. Who's Avery Brooks again? He's uh, primarily known as... uh, the captain on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. That's right. That's he's right. He's just very eccentric. That's right. A Western. Yes. Hmm. What do you think about this one, Mike? Mike? Nathan Lane, Rutger Hauer. Laura Dern and Avery Brooks in a Western. All right. Here's what we do with that. Nathan Lane. He's, uh, he plays, uh, rich, rich dude, right? Okay. This one sucks. I'm sorry. I'm not doing this one. Sorry, Nathan. Sorry, bro. Best show. It's too loaded. The Nathan Lane one feels loaded. Like it's like what am I gonna you know what I mean? Best show. Feels Hello, like he's he trying, he trying to what go hold on. I'm looking at this Fred from Hon Oh, that's not Fred from Honolulu, sorry. This this guy doesn't even have the courtesy to reply anymore, Fred. Guess uh guess Gethard uh I guess the word came down from uh from the back of the limo. Word came down from the back of the limb of the window. I picture Fred saying, it, this is what it goes like in their limo when Fred's driving Chris Gethard around. Fred's like, hey, uh, hey, I found a place that sells, uh, Mexican Dr. Pepper. And Chris is like, yeah, it sounds great. And then the limo window inside rolls up slowly. Vzz. Welcome to The Best Show. To whom am I speaking? Hello, Tom? Yes.
1: Hi, this is Josh, the organist in Boston. How are you?
0: Oh, my goodness. Josh Cantor. That's me. The legendary. Oh, Oh, brother. Organist for the Boston Red Sox. For your
1: Boston Red Sox. That's right. I hope for everyone's sake that I'm not the biggest celebrity who's called in tonight. I just got out of the ballgame, so I haven't been able to listen to the
0: show tonight who won the game
1: the red sox won the game in splendid fashion and they're on a hot streak so everyone's in a good mood around here who's
0: your favorite red sox player is it still david ortiz his farewell well, I season think
1: he's the you know he's kind of the legacy favorite i guess sure. you would say
0: mm-hmm. and what music do you what 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 have you played lately for people uh in the stadium because you play the organ between innings
1: yeah, right, you know, like uh during breaks in the action, during commercial breaks and that kind of thing. So um, tonight was a very busy night with the requests. I get all requests on Twitter from fans in the stands, and last night I only got one or two. Tonight I got a whole bunch, and it was a lot of sort of like classic rock kind of stuff, so I don't know why that is. That was just sort of the vibe this evening, I guess.
0: And what did, and, you, you, know, what did you play tonight?
1: What did I play tonight? Um... Oh my gosh, let me see if I can remember. So many. But uh I played uh I well I played Goodbye Ruby Tuesday at the end of the game. Okay. Being as it was Tuesday night and everyone was leaving.
6: Uh-huh.
0: Um
1: Makes and sense. uh someone requested a squeeze song. So I played
0: that one and Which squeeze song? Do you remember? Uh Tempted. That's a good which Oregon-based like song.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's catchy, you know.
0: I agree. Yeah. So what? To what do I owe the pleasure of this call? You are one of my favorite people. You're the master. Oh my master. gosh, Tom!
1: I'm so flattered. I, I feel the same about you. The guy with um, the magic
0: fingers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well, I was. Uh, it's funny because I was singing your phrases the other day. I was playing at a, um, a rock festival in Norway. Uh, a few days ago, and uh, I got to meet Daniel from Danielson. He was there on the bill, and we got to play together, and we got to talk about how much we enjoy your show. Oh, cool.
0: I love Daniel Smith. He's one of my favorite people. Yeah, good guy. So proud. Um, I'm proud that he's from New Jersey. He makes he makes everyone proud here in New Jersey, Daniel. Smith.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. Um, I was actually calling about the uh, – and I apologize for calling during No Dudes time. I didn't realize that's that. That's all right. Happening. That's all right. Don't worry. Um, but uh, I was calling about the um, the final roles thing. I don't know if that's been an active topic tonight, but I was thinking about Groucho Marx's final role, and I don't know if anyone has we, talked about that one. We
0: talked about Skidoo already. Yeah, already okay, well, about. I apologize that's for right. uh, Look, being late you... on that one, but I always
1: thought that was such a weird movie for him to go out on.
0: You're exempt from the rules that apply to, to normal callers, Josh. <laughs> you don't worry about that. You got the okay. you got the pass, you got the the <laughs> the lane, right down the middle. It's like a bloop single, right? Yeah, bloop single. I'll take it every time. Yeah. How about when like? Uh, you ever hear John Sterling, the voice of the Yankees? You ever hear him? Uh
1: yeah that's I, uh yeah I'm a little familiar with sort of his cadence. It's funny because when the Yankees come to town, come to Boston, which they do frequently, since they're the division rivals, um. Yeah, you know, I often will walk past him in the hallway or something hmm. up on the media level. So I kinda know his voice more from the way he sounds when he's shooting the breeze in the hallway.
0: He's the voice but, uh, for people who don't know, no, no look, I know you this is your workplace. This is I'm gonna exempt you from this. You're you're nah. He's the he's like the voice of the he's the Yankees announcer, the New York Yankees, and he he's basically like Ted Baxter from uh, Mary Tyler Moore show where he's like What's going on, Lou? Like, he's got that kind of vibe of like the, uh-huh. like, like that kind of Ted Knight feel. And, okay. uh, his famous call when he's doing like the home run call, he'll be like, it is high, it is far, it is gone. And then like the funniest thing you've ever heard is when it's like, when he blows it and he's like, yeah. it is high, it is far, it is off the center field wall. It's like, so it could not have been very high then. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what What about the high, far, okay. High, not higher than the wall.
1: Yeah, the uh, the Red Sox had a radio guy about 20 years ago before I was working there, and he was notorious for doing that kind of thing. And he would say,
2: swing in the drive, it's deep, it's way back, and it's caught. That's
0: exactly what John and, said. But he would do it, it seemed like almost every night,
1: you know, to the point that it was just, uh, I don't
0: know. It was just very comical. Yeah. It is high. It is far. It is. he. He's done. It is caught. Um, I'm typing <laughs> it. It is. I'm telling you. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Comes up. I want to see if yeah. there's. I got to see if there's. And he gives like the people the nicknames. Like. Like. uh Mike's a big Yankee fan. Mike, what are some of the nicknames John Sterling gives? A text message from Tishera. That's that's some bottom of the barrel stuff oh. going on.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm a little sympathetic only because you know I I de- I definitely trade in like bad wordplay with some of my song selections. Sometimes, I mean, I try to at least have them be marginally clever, but you know, it's hard to be it's hard to not miss the mark every once in a while. So,
0: I like when he goes. If people get big hits. Consecutively he'll go A oh, back to back and a belly to belly. Oh yeah. It's like zombie jamboree. That's right. You're uh you're working it pretty hard over there. Well, it's, I'm in I'm in I'm in that mode, you you're know. It's still a, in that a, mode, yeah. It's a home stand, so I'm there every
1: night this week, so I got that's that's where my brain's at. Well look,
0: you cool out. <laughs> Why don't you go get some of that go get some clam chowder? Right? <laughs> Some post game clam chowder. Yeah. Cut your, get a little bit of that, get a little bit of what else? Baked beans, right? Yeah. Lobster roll. Just, yeah. Just eating. Sam Adams. You're eating, you're drinking a Sam Adams, eating a lobster roll, New England clam chowder and baked beans. And then, yeah. Then you wake up in the emergency room and, (laughs) (laughs) and you're like, I need help. Yeah. What you say. <laughs> well, Josh, you call anything. I hope to see you this summer. I really, I hope to see you.
1: You know, I will roll out the red carpet for you anytime you feel like coming to a ball game. And uh, regardless, yes, I I'm would doing. love to.
0: See I'm going to do it. Soon. I'm doing. It. I'm going to see you this summer. All right. What man. if Mike went up?
1: Yeah, Have you Mike let Mike in the He knows it. I, I ask him for song, and, you know, suggestions from time to time and, on Twitter, and and uh, you know, he comes up with some some cool ideas sometimes.
0: You know, did you know in the 80s Mike had a record out, like a novelty record? Did you know that?
1: I did not know that.
0: It was called it was called uh Buckner you Suckner. <laughs> and it was his Bill Buckner record and he actually sold a lot of them down here. He sold it was pretty popular. Yeah, I'm sure single. that was,
1: you know, the Mets the Mets fans would have Yeah. lined up for that one.
0: Yeah. How many copies of Buckner you suckner did you sell, Mike? Seventeen hundred. No, that that's pretty low, actually. So he so he said he didn't sell any. I'm so sorry. I thought he sold a lot of them. He sold none of them. He sold seventeen hundred. He's 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 got boxes of forty fives. And the weird thing is, he called himself AP Mike back then. Back in 86.
1: He had a premonition.
0: Thank you, Josh. You have a great night. You too. All right, bye. Bye. Buckner, you suckner. We won the World Series. Buckner. Mike, would you record Buckner, you suckner? record it. Of course, re-record it, because it's real. If... Somebody contacted you and wanted to do a full 80s record, like a, like a fake, a fake 80s sports cheap cash in song. Would you do it? We have, I'm telling you right now, somebody listening, Buckner, you suckner, AP Mike's <laughs> fake 80s Mets cash-in song would be the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Best show.
1: Hey Tom, it's Bobby in Minneapolis.
0: Bobby in Minneapolis, what's up, Bobby?
1: Hey, uh, I called a few weeks ago. Um, I was the one who signed up for a website on Squarespace uh, using the offer code Best Show. Well,
0: thank you for doing that. I like I like your style. I like your yeah, style. Uh, and that's and the other thing. So, people, Bobby, let me just say. Yeah, uh, yeah. If people are going to, if they, they want to support the best show, you know you support it? That's how you support it. You, 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 you participate in the advertising. We, I don't ask for money. Support yeah, the so advertising. I, oh, sorry. That's it. Go ahead, Bobby.
1: So when I called before. I was still working on designing it, but my site is up and ready now. Uh, the address is chosen by the Okay. Um, I've kind of started off with a little tribute to Prince. Um, my first piece oh. I was, I interviewed actually a really close friend of mine who, uh, works at first Avenue and mm-hmm. I kind of talked to him about what it was like to be inside there when Prince died and mm-hmm. how they, they, there was all night dance parties over that weekend. And so I talked to him about that. Oh, cool. Um, and yeah, I just have links to like all the writing and video and creative stuff I've done. And uh, I just wanted to say, like, this is the first time I've ever made a website. Really, and Squarespace is really easy. The one time I had a question, I emailed their support, and they got back to me in like That's half sick. hour.
3: Exactly.
1: Thank I know you. It sounds like an ad, but I mean, no, this is real no, life, it's a, a testimonial. There's a, yeah, a testimonial. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a testimonial. This is a testimonial, brothers and sisters. This is a testimonial. Yeah. I want to see you see your hands out there, right? Yeah, Remember that? Right? Yeah. It's time yeah. to move. It's time to get down. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Um I'm not I'm sure talking about, about the MC
0: five. Boom, 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 boom. How'd they start that album with Ramblin' Rose? How is that the decision? That that's let's start it with a thing that Rob Tyner doesn't sing. What a weird band, man. Couldn't yeah, get out of their own way. Couldn't get out of their own way. You know, though, I will say a lot of people these days, in all seriousness, are talking about high society. High society. Because I do see a lot of honkies out there talking about high society. <laughs> and way I see it, this is the high society. <laughs> Those... Those raps from the stage on that first MC5 record are the all-time greatest. That <laughs> it's got to be. There was a point in my life where I insisted that the MC5 were better than the Stooges. And sometimes I still feel that that might be the case. Right? Listen to these intros. Just listen to this. Isn't that crowd? But you can't hear it. You're the only one who can't yeah, hear can it. It's, hear yeah, it's like no, a bumper sticker. You're the only one that can't see it. Yeah. If you put it on your car, you don't know it's there. Yeah, yeah right. I love it. I going not say goodbye to that. this is first of all, sisters, all first of all 40 seconds into the album that was the first 40 seconds of their album weird what a weird choice couldn't in an album that has one of the worst edits I've ever heard in my life at the end of kick out the chance where it's like Burn, bah! I think it's in the end of but they couldn't edit that. I
2: want to see a sea of hands out there. I want to see, see a I want everybody to kick up some noise. I want to hear some revolution out there, fellas. I want to hear a little revolution. Brothers and sisters, the time has come for each and every one of you to decide whether you are going to be the problem or whether you are going to be the solution. You must choose, brothers. You must choose. It takes five seconds. Five seconds of decision. Five seconds to realize your purpose here on the planet. It takes five seconds to realize that it's time to move. It's time to get down with it, brothers. It's time to testify. And I want to know: Are you ready to testify? Imagine. Are you ready? Oh!
0: I give you a testimonial. The FC. That's the heaviest thing I've ever. Right. Because you get ramped up from like. From like revolution talk, and then these dudes come out and they start playing the heaviest music ever. Your head would explode. There it is. The worst edit in the hi- uh, in the history of rock is. You're right now. No,
2: we're not playing. Let's do this edit. You're right now.
0: Right- oh no, it didn't because I have it on loop here. Come on. No, we're not gonna play the part Mike wants to hear. <laughs> is edit. Worst edit ever. What was that? Blah! But they couldn't cut the first 40 seconds of clapping out? The razor blades didn't work? got to start working people up like that. That's what this show's missing. Right? I need you to slide into that mode, Mike. I'm looking out there. I see a lot of honkies sitting on a lot of money. (laughs) Talking about high society and the way I see it. This is the high society. <laughs> but then they followed this album with Womp, bum, loo, bum, bamboo, tootie-fruity. Weirdest, weirdest, top ten weirdest bands ever, MC5. You gotta love them. Gotta love them. Best show. Hello. Hi. Tom, how are you? Yes, I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Glad to hear. To whom am I speaking? My name is Ben. I'm from Seattle. Ben from Seattle. Do I know this, Ben?
1: No. No, you don't. Last time I called, you asked if
0: it was Ben Gibbard. It's not. I'm going to ask the same thing this time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Let me just say this. Also, I know I've talked about it before. If anybody, and I'm serious about this, we're clo- we're closing the loop on this now. I've wanted for for about a year to talk to someone who was on the set of a Papa John's commercial to give me the inside scoop. Anybody who's been involved in the filming of a Papa John's commercial and can tell me what it's like to watch that guy Shoot a commercial, Papa John Schnatter. A- I'll give you $8 in cash, PayPal, right? Not in cash, in PayPal. Or $100. I'll mail you, I'll mail you $8 in cash. I will keep you anonymous. I will not ruin your standing in the advertising community. Um, I want that to happen. Let's make that happen. So go ahead, Ben. What's up?
2: Oh, I had
1: um I had a bunch of names for the uh <clears throat> best show showbiz.
0: Yeah, what do you got?
1: Well, so first I'll say I wrote some names down and then as I was waiting on the phone, I just started writing a bunch of names down that I think you'd hate. So, I'm going to try to I'll just I'll try to separate the ones of the
0: Anyway. Give, me, give me the best version of what you would what you would do here. Okay, uh, Art Garfunkel. Art Garfunkel. Andy Circus. Andy Circus, the dude who um, who who plays Gollum and and everybody wears the green unitard in every one of those movies. Go ahead. Who else? And the pink and the ping pong balls. Who else? And uh, Kate Hudson. I like Kate Hudson. And then Roberto Bernini. Okay. I'm already getting this one. You ready? Yeah. Art Garfunkel plays himself. Paul Simon will not tour with Art Garfunkel, right? So Art Garfunkel decides he's going to have Andy Circus put on the green unitard at these shows and they're gonna C G I him in so that it looks like like an emotion capture thing so it looks like Paul Simon up there. And he's gonna play Paul. He's gonna do a CGI Paul Simon every night. Roberto Benini. <laughs> Roberto Benini was the dude. He's the former. He was the former master of the green unitard and ping pong ball. Who's been out of work, and he finds out that he's getting passed over for this. So he's mad about it. He's going to try to blow the lid off of it. Okay. Who's Kate Hudson play? She's probably a little old to play Art Garfunkel's wife. Right? She's probably aged out of that. Because Art Garfunkel is uh, 78 and Kate Hudson is 33. So that's a little bit of a stretch to imagine Art Garfunkel would be attracted to her at this point. Um, a dude who didn't look so hot when he was 26. who um, looked like he was in his late 60s. Then he would still be kind of like, Man, what What am I married to my mother? Kate Hudson plays, now get this, hitman that Roberto mm. Benini hires. I know it seems to be a, a default setting <laughs> for some of these. Roberto Benini's so mad at this. He hires Kate Hudson as Kate Hudson who's also a hitman. Right? Yeah. So she's got access to these things because she's acting like she's she's just a fan hanging out with it but she's trying to kill Andy Circus as hired by Roberto Benini the former CGI master green <laughs> unitard wearing and you know what we call it okay okay i'm working on this now we can, let's see um we call it not green with envy Um, let's see. L, get ready for this, L, unitard, (laughs) Passover, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you get it? It's, it's like a Simon and Garfunkel song reference.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I'm
0: in. Thanks, buddy. Of course, we have to end on the, down the home stretch. Let's make sure it gets stupid, right? (laughs) Best show. How's it going, Tom? Oh, it's going, oh, oh boy. What, uh, what what is he uh, eating now? And you're pulled off to the side? You can, you can talk now.
4: I'm out here pressing the finest mm-hmm. J Crew striped polo shirts.
0: Yeah, you're buffing, gaffing
4: up the gaffing up the New Balance shoes so it doesn't have the logo showing. Uh-huh. Getting them ready.
0: You like that thing about? The, let me just say first of all, for callers listening, <laughs> we have regular callers, and there's people who've called for months, and there's people who've called for years, and then there's people that I put in the. Uh, Overstayed their welcome. No, the, not, no, that's insulting, Fred. I was going to say the bad penny category. Though, <laughs> where you just can't, you can't shake them no matter what you do. <laughs> and I love this guy. I love him, but he. The thing is, just when I start to when I start to feel like it's like all right, I feel good about being tight with this dude. Something happens with the Chris Gethard show and then suddenly I'm looking at the back of Fred. Yeah. I'm looking at the back of whatever shirt he's wearing with the zip code with the uh the area code for Hawaii on it. What is it, eight six one? Eight oh eight. Eight oh eight. You got the text when we booked John Stark's.
4: Like you got the text before he went, even went out. Yeah. Like, yo, John Stark's in the house. It's
0: the only thing it's the only thing that keeps me going is that you'll Sell out whoever your current allegiance is. <laughs> for for uh, pretty much you, you'd sell people out for like a, a thing of disco fries. <laughs> now this guy Fred, Fred, he was formerly from Honolulu. Fred from Honolulu. He's a great guy. He now lives in he now lives in Bed He calls himself Fred Stuy. There you go. Because um, yeah, it's strong, because it's important that there's be always some level of branding with everything <laughs> you're doing, like which I think is I think is awesome. <laughs> so what what's going on, Fred? How are have you doing? I so man, I miss you, man. I have so much. <laughs> I don't know where to start because uh, you're working on the Chris Gethard show, which is airing now on Fusion.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh I was uh squiring around Gregulator last week. That was fun.
0: Gregulator, who is Chris Gethard's brother. <laughs> uh-huh. Who um now did <laughs> we had you to guys scroll for him. That you know good. what would be a good drinking game? Um right. being with you and Gregulator, every time one of you drops Chris Gethard's name. <laughs> oh <you drink. laughs> that would be um You'd have to hold the drinking game in a, in an emergency uh in the emergency room because the, I told him he would suffer he from was alcohol really poisoning about... in like 15 minutes.
4: I don't know if he was serious about comedy, he'd change his last name.
0: <laughs> you're brutal, you are brutal, Fred <laughs> so what are you yeah, you told me that John Starks, uh, probably my all-time favorite basketball player, was the on King. the Chris Gethard show. Yeah. Was he cool? Oh, he was the
4: man. Yeah,
0: he's great. He right? brought
4: like he brought these um, rip away. That's um, like his clothing brand, where it's just just uh, warm ups so that you can rip away, him or whatever. Uh, yeah, it was very dope. It was
0: no, he's, he's, <laughs> cool he's dude awesome.
4: brought all his kids. It was awesome. He was down for everything. He was like, he was very, you know, willing to take part in the foolishness. <laughs>
0: Uh Uh-huh. It's probably the most low budget thing ever. Yeah. Meanwhile he's like you know I was an NBA all star (laughs) at one point and like played in front of twenty thousand people a night cheering my name and now I'm on who's Murph again? Like Chris like John Starks is like Hey, uh my name's Murph like Murph introducing himself to John Starks. He's uh-huh. just like, he's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta figure some stuff out over here.
4: It's always, it's always fun to wonder who owes
0: what favor for stuff to
4: happen, you know? Uh huh. And like, I'll give you this really short story. Like, you'll
0: enjoy this, and I will. It has to be super anonymous, so I know. Wait, that so, of course, I... you're saying it on the show. It has to be super no, anonymous. No, says anonymous. the guy calling the show. No. Oh, you are, you are like a, you're just such a, you're such a gossip, Fred. You love, you love it. You love gossip. That's the crazy thing. You know what's the craziest uh thing? I'll say this. Of everybody I've ever met in my life Mm -hmm. who gossips, you know who gossips most? of These dudes are the worst gossips. And and women get the worst rap with that. That's true. That's absolutely true. Dudes got are the worst, pettiest, sneakiest call. Oh, did I tell you the thing? Did I like just quick? Can't wait to tell the person who would get a laugh out of it. It is in my life. It is all dudes doing that.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, we're awful. Masculinity is awful. <laughs>
0: So, well, so, what's this anonymous story. thing you want to tell me? <laughs> I've got a couple. Go. go ahead. The listeners so, want okay. to hear this, this is, anonymous. As
4: broad and as anonymous as I can tell, but I gotta say it on air.
0: So, uh um, this is guy. And I want to say this first of all. I love gossip. I'm gonna say this. I love gossip. Love it uh-huh. so much. I'm not being judgy with that. I want every morsel I can get. Don't think, don't think. This is me saying to people, stop giving it to me. Uh, I want more. If anything, this is my chance to finally say, I want more. All right. So I already
4: told you about my buddy uh, who runs a very legit uh, marijuana business, but you know he comes from a not very legit place, and he had a buddy who wanted to go legit, and he's like, he heard that uh, my friend does like. production can do like editing shoot video all that so he's like hey i have an idea for a pilot he goes okay i'll do mm-hmm. it and then he goes uh it's gonna be a cooking show but with like uh celebrities right and this is a very hood dude and like my buddy's like okay and then he calls me and he goes hey i've uh, uh my buddy calls me he's like hey you know who this is? Uh, you like sports do you know who this guy is it's like what, what do you mean? He's like I'm working on this uh cooking show and uh it, it, for this person that we know who is very
0: very heavy
4: and it's like, Oh, who's the first uh who's the first guest? Some kind of Rasheed Wallace <laughs> I,
2: was, I was like, What?
0: <laughs> Rasheed Wallace, my other all time favorite basketball player. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Some some people are just like oh, I like Michael Jordan. Uh huh. I like guys in basketball who are just like either. It's like why would you? Why would you like the perfect person? Hell no! Right? Allen Iverson forever. <laughs> yeah, Allen Iverson, Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace. Oh yeah. Well, I'm going to cheer for And these people, hey, you give uh, you give the Golden State Warriors such a hard time. Yeah, I do. You know why? Because they're winning. I root for the people who don't win. You know why? Because I don't win. <laughs> you know, think what do you think? I'm going to start cheering for, be like watching Caddyshack and be cheering for, uh, for Judge Smales.
4: But that just, like, breaks you eventually. You can't, like, root for the East forever. <laughs> it's just, you're going to... You can't watch.
0: You can't root for the Raptors. No, really. oh, thank you, Fred. All right, you're you're losing the plot here a little. Sorry, bit. sorry,
4: sorry, sorry. But Sounds yeah, like it was you,
0: like you can be honest with me. What's up? None of these people exist in this story. Oh,
4: okay. Well, that's fine. That's this fine is just you.
0: Me. This is something.
4: Yeah, I made up Oops. this weirdly convoluted story about a web only cooking show
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and this uh, this, uh, this this guy's idea of his way out of the street'
0: <laughs>
4: uh-huh. the caller the favorite
0: now what's chris uh uh-huh. what what's Chris want for breakfast tomorrow Fred what, Tomorrow, uh, he
4: usually likes something probiotic there's like a specific sandwich that he likes uh-huh like you know midtown I forgot that it's like life bread bread life or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, he usually sends one of us scurrying over there to uh-huh. fetch him something. Sure. As he washes it down with some soda that he has no idea where it came from.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of landing somewhere at, back at zero again, though. <laughs> He'll have the healthy sandwich and a soda that he's just not sure what is going yeah. on with it. It's cane sugar. It's good for you. <laughs> was yeah. Fun. Yeah. Sugar's good for you. Everybody <laughs> knows that, right? Now look, Fred. When am I gonna see you again? Very soon. <laughs> we only got two episodes very soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna right. come by. I gotta come by.
4: You do, man.
0: I gotta really check and see what you're you I, you I gotta man. watch you, you like, work.
4: I wanna see you shove a nerd on your way in and just <laughs>
0: You're you're just out like of your like That'd be You're so punchy tonight. Listen to you.
8: <laughs>
4: I got so many things. I want you to go watch that um video of Drake complaining to his mom. When he, uh, you he know what, Fred? For- you,
0: you know just when I'm I'm done with you. Then you mentioned <laughs> I didn't know there was a video where Drake is complaining to his mother. What's he complaining he, about?
4: He complains to his mom he complains to his mom because his mom got him the wrong sandwich. There's a sandwich they I... And
0: And how old is he doing this? He's very young.
4: He's like nineteen,
0: twenty. Uh-huh. That's not that yeah. young to be moaning about a sandwich. <laughs> is he on the set of Degrassi Junior High? No, it's in his mom's home. I think his mom came home with
4: groceries, and then his mom's like, he like looks through the groceries for his sandwich, mm-hmm. and then he's disappointed that he didn't get the the tuna melt that he wanted. Oh.
0: You know what he said. <laughs> he started at the bottom, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> bottom of what?
4: Right? Yeah, I mean, he had to share a, an accurate Integra with his uncle, I think. That was like a real yeah. struggle.
0: <laughs> yeah, when he's talking about having to borrow his uncle's car <laughs> to drive to auditions, I guess. Is that what he's doing? <laughs> it's really, really? Also, for the arc, can I... Um, can also, I nominate... let me just say this. What kind of, what kind of person brags about their, the pool they have in Toronto? You can use it like, for like six weeks. You've got like six weeks to use it. This guy's bragging about how huge his pool is in Toronto. Unless you're renting it out to the Edmonton Oilers to skate on for the rest of the year. You're playing the new. Unless you're playing that New Year's Day game on it. (laughs) All right. All right, man. I'll talk. Look, Fred. You know I love you, buddy. Oh yeah, I love you too, Tom. I'll talk to you later. You have a great night. (laughs) Makes it sound like he was going to curse. Cut him off at the. Boop, 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 Wow, oh my goodness. It's after, uh, it's time to end the show. I want to say to you, the best show listener. Oh. Hey, uh, Mike and Pat and Dudio. Here, I have something for you. I have something for these guys. There's a goo-goo cluster for you, Mike. Oh, very nice. I told you I'd bring you goo-goo clusters. I I was worried
2: it was going to be another angry waffle. No. (laughs) There you go. Of course.
0: Dig in. in Do whatever you want, Mike. (laughs) It's that point in the night where Mike's just looking at me sideways. I'm never comfortable with this part of the night. He could turn... One wrong wrong one wrong word down the home stretch of the show. He's got that meanness in his eyes now. I'm looking out and I see a lot of honkies sitting on a lot of money. Next week one hour. Get your impression of me ready, because for one hour, I will host a contest where you call up and do impressions of me, and the winner, I'm going to give a, we'll figure out a legitimately good prize to the winner. Tom Preshens next week. Boop, boop, boop. Most famous person listening? I guess that goes to Coco. Congratulations, Coco you were the most famous person listening to tonight's show uh, Wally Wackyman is alive um and i think we can say good night um just any, what, what's the, what's going on uh duo uh, you're in montreal Montreal Sketchfest, this Friday and Saturday, you can check out Bridge and Tunnel. Uh, if you're in, if you're in, uh, Montreal, please check them out. Friday and Saturday at Montreal Sketchfest, they will be there. Um, Pat, anything? Nothing. Nothing. No plugs for Pat. Mike, you're at Masses? Yes. Mike's at Masses on Sunday. Um, that's about it. Thanks for listening, everybody. I, on the way out here, I want to play something. There's this really uh, great band on uh, John Solomon's label, Comedy Minus One. Savak, S-A-V-A-K. How would you say that? Savak or Savak? I'm so bad with that. I am sorry guys. I never said I could pronounce band names. But we're going to listen to something on the way out here. The record is called Best of Luck in Future Endeavors and the label is Comedy -1. I'm going to let me find the uh link here. It's just uh yeah, just comedy-1.com. And the album is out Uh, Savak, I'm being told, by frontman for the band Hound, Perry Shaw. Thank you, Perry. Let's listen to a song called, you know It's a good song? The first song on the album's good. Alive in Shadows. Best show will be back next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, We will be back, and have a great week.